Because I get what folks are saying when they say you should boycott certain things because of how people are, right? Like, so for the folks who say, yeah, you shouldn't be, tour, you know, be doing, bringing tourism to the DR until they fix their ways about how they're treating the Haitians. Mm-hmm. But then I think to myself, should we tell people who, should we tell tourists who come to America they shouldn't be doing that because of how white people still doing black people to this day? Because right. our situation ain't much changed. Right. Right. Welcome to the Nitty in the City podcast. After an approximate one month hiatus, I was able to round up a couple of my usual suspects to sit down and dialogue over some rum and beer. We start off by discussing the never-ending feud between the iPhone and Android, dive into recent public warnings about tourist travel to the Dominican Republic, revisit gentrification, address some people's hygiene, and more. So just kick back, relax, and enjoy the ride as I present to you, already in progress, Nitty in the City. Sometimes they probably just don't stick around long enough. Uh-huh. So when it got rough, just run out. Mm-hmm. And they uh, did they get rid of Google? They still got them. Does Google still make phones? I think so. But they still I, got one. I, I gotta imagine at this point though, mm-hmm. Google might. Ah, uh, you know how like everybody can't necessarily afford or whatever or get the uh, iPhones or Androids, Samsungs, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But then it's always like a lesser grade phone they could kind of afford that. You know, they, and they'll, they'll, they always, it's always a company with the line, look, I just need a phone that I can dial out on and maybe get a little in and out. I don't need all that Grandma. type stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm figuring maybe Google phones are that kind of phone now. <laughs> yeah, like in two, even, even in two Obama years, that would be the have, new Obama phone. Quote, I mean, even you know, Obama, Obama phones have Wi-Fi, I mean, have uh, data now. Right. They, they, they have smartphones, even on Obama That's phones. what I'm saying. So I'm thinking, like, the Google phone would be that, that new Obama it's phone. It's not even the Obama phone. <laughs> Damn. Obama phones are droids. Damn. So I guess Google got some That was going to happen when Apple's, Apple's supposed to be switching to Samsung's, the Samsung charger. Are they? That's the C, the one we use. The C charger? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I'm like, where are they so, going? So, so we'll some, be able to interchange the charge again? We would be, yeah. Okay. It's not like so. Where the Apple people gonna say then when y'all had to start using the, the damn Droid charger? You know, you gotta come up. So yeah, you know, we just had to come over and make your shit more lit. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why shit? I don't think so though. I think somebody made that up. That they were switch that Apple gonna convert over? Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't think so. I wonder what the cost would be associated with you for that. It went to Apple nothing. What you mean? Everybody else is it's gonna come out with their new product. Apple will, before Apple do anything like Android, they'll make a new one. They're not sharing no Android charger, trust me. Mm-hmm. 
Well, then that was the point of why they were trying to do because Apple people are complaining about how they how they because they have to keep really buying right. new damn chargers every time they come up with a phone. Right. Yeah, because they're getting a second market charger. Mm-hmm. By a second market charger, charge is different, and then it will always fault in the socket area. But it's not as good. <laughs> like uh, Apple realized that their charger is not as good as the Android. This the C one is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then one might say you just speak it from a droid uh, mentality, a biased opinion. You could you. say that. <laughs> yes. I'm biased, I, I admit. Until, you know, until he switch over. Because I want to subscribe to the call. I'm not going to switch over. Switch he, over. He, he like some of uh, the Chappelle say. You were a droid guy at one point, right? No? You are on Apple? Uh, before Apple really came out, maybe. Okay. But since I had the four. Huh? The four? Nothing else. Okay. Yeah, when it first came out. Actually, I had the three. So you're an Apple guy. I had the three, yeah. All Apple. Yeah. Sorry about that. You, I, you like, uh, I don't know if you ever watched that Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. stand up, but he was like, you got, he, he drank Coke. Rice. He drank Coke. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you know what? Coke and Pepsi taste the same. No, they don't. But since Coke paid me last, I want to <laughs> say Coke tastes good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you get an iPhone. Then what? As soon as you get an iPhone? Android? Never. I'm team Android, but I did get an iPad recently. I have one. Get slowly. You can't go cold turkey, so slowly. I did this really for the sake of video and mm-hmm. getting the video portion of my podcast going. Just because, you know, one of my mans, he uses an iPad for a lot of his stuff. And his he puts out quality like video trailers and all of that. So I was like, That's you know. Right. And plus, I just figured it was a cheaper route. Than trying to get a Mac to do my editing and stuff because I figured so I could edit on iPad? get the apps and all of that, you know, the garage band. You can do all, all that, that on there? Mm-hmm, more or less. I got an iPad someone bought me and it got stolen. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, did you, did you, wait, where was it that it got stolen? I don't know. I think maybe somewhere from like, like my grandma's house, maybe. Oh, had damn. To Inside job? I don't know because they can't use it because like if they turn it on, like mm-hmm. the alarm's going to like. Oh, like you reported it stolen or something? So like, like, like the Apple is like registered to mm-hmm. me. So like, if someone turns it on, it's gonna like, it's not gonna let them use it. But I mean, do you have to? Is that something like you'd have to report it first stolen so they can do that? Like what I'm no, saying? No, is, like I, I can go. Like let's on. say like I got this iPad right here, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But I'm saying is, let's say if Mo would have just taken to use it, mm-hmm. I don't think it was set on. Well, I mean, he would need to know the code. No, you had to set, tell it to do that, like oh, through okay. the iPhone. Oh, okay, I got. Did you saying. register like with the with the app? Like they have like the app, like Find My iPhone. Yeah, I just I thought that was just like iPhones. I didn't know that was no, it, no. It goes to the, the okay. iPad too. So like I, I did see it, like it erase everything. Okay. Like it like the if it comes on to mm-hmm. sound and it, and it tells like the location mm-hmm. of where it's at and everything. So like they haven't turned it on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, what the hell's the use if you can't use the damn product? Why mm-hmm. do you take it? Right. That makes no sense. Okay. They don't yeah. know that. Yeah, you know. That's some low. That's why like somebody has to be a low class. Teeth going teeth. Eat your teeth now and ask questions later. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, so why buy, you bought something you can't use? Just yeah, you, you, you know that. That I guess you kind of you kind of can't just sit there and start contemplating the pros and cons of what you're gonna steal at the time you're gonna steal it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No doubt. Your phone could probably fit in that uh, tripod if you try to set up a recording thing. No, you get, no, you got it, it extends. The other, the other, the other end. That's an Android effect. Like pull it horizontal, like. Just the one piece has to move. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? 
Alright, y'all, this me, it's me, it's the OG. Who am I? I'm Nitty. Where am I? It's Nitty in your city. And we are back. It's been, whoo, a couple good months since uh, we did an actual podcast, a group podcast of Nitty in the City. I know y'all been hearing, you know, our, our new spinoff, one-on-one with the one and only, which has been brought to you by the good folks over here at Nitty in the City, the good folks, me and me. Um, got a couple usual suspects back in the building. This one's going to be uh, quaint, intimate, if you will. Well, I'll say pause, there's three men in here. I won't say intimate, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, uh... My guy, my guy, Lonnie, Lonnie is in the building. What's going on, man? What's going on? It's been a long time, man. Man, how you feel? How you been? I'm feeling good. That's cool. what it is. We out here, and of course, we, we got the we got the Bahamian sensation out here. How we go? We got Mr. Sapase out here. Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> we got Mr. Jumu and Wheel, Mr. Mr. Curry Conch in the building. Mr. Mo was good. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. Like, Mo's all here. I'm feeling good. Feeling what, good. What's the uh, Lambi? That's what they call Conk. Lambi, Conk, yeah. Conk, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, it's been a hell of a long time. This, this almost feels weird in a sense, you know. Oh man, it's good, man. <laughs> hell we yeah. getting back to it. Yeah, clearly we missed a step. We already came out firing shots between Android, iPhone, all, all good things of that nature. Conversation uh, would never die. It never die. And then, you know, the pop culture is always going to give us stuff, great yeah, stuff yeah. to talk about, current events and stuff. I mean, we can talk about anything from politics to the battle with the sexes to you name music whatever and today's gonna be no different now what is different today is normally the food is already cooked and we're already eating but my schedule was hectic today i got pushed back behind so actually the food is cooking now got a, a, a whole roast of, a whole chicken in the oven i see drama well did you eat beforehand because we saw what happened last time no i did okay, not well, well, well pace yourself you got your ratio pace right yeah um mo took the smart route he, he brought himself a little sandwich Salad. Yeah, a salad and a, and, a, um, and a peach. He did some carbs. He needs to get hey. something on his stomach before he got, he's, he got to get the carbs from the beer. There you go. That counts. Today, it's carbs, huh? Yeah. Carbs. Well, carbs. this beer is actually, this might be light carb, low carb beer. Yeah, 95 calories. Um, shout out to Dogfish Head and the Slightly Mighty Beer. That's who this episode is being brought to you by. No, it's not. They, it is, it they is no check. No. I know this, this episode is also being brought to you by Topper's Rum. Handmade in St. Martin. Run with natural <laughs> flavors. This flavor is banana, vanilla, and cinnamon. Hey, if you want to go ahead and top off your night, then try Topper's Rum. Yeah, y'all need to cut us a check. And that was just freestyle, y'all. Don't let me conjure up no real stuff. Um, how'd y'all feel about that shot? We took started with the shot of Topper's Rum. Uh, it was it was good. Like it's I told ready. you, I like to see like on yeah. like made with, to make a dessert. It was I thought it was kind of light though. I, I took something a little stronger. I was just about to say that. Um, would you consider like, like I know you said talking about mixing it in dessert? Yeah. Would you consider the rum itself kind of like a dessert liqueur, if you will? I, I definitely would. Banana, vanilla, cinnamon. Right. Like I would want to, you yeah. know, boil it and. I guess it's. Make some it was kind of it was kind of weak. Honestly, I, I guess it's hard to make. Well, I'm no distiller, but I don't know mixer. But I I, I might imagine it might be a little hard to make it strong, strong if you gotta put up these. Bananas, vanillas, fruity flavors, type sweet flavors in there. I don't know. Or if you made it stronger, would that then make it nasty? Because, like for instance, we know Fireball is cinnamon, right? That's strong stuff. It's very strong. But cinnamon, in and of itself, is strong. Is a powerful, you know, spice. So what I'm saying is maybe that's just conducive to be a strong. Whereas you got banana. Vanilla and vanilla, it? you know. What I mean, I'm sure the cinnamon might be the minority in here, especially you know something that usually that stuff is more punchy, more powerful. You don't need but a little bit, a little sprinkle. But 
Who knows? I mean, I did read it. I, 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 well, that's the thing, too. I guess me going in and going to get rum, mm -hmm. I'm automatically thinking, like, rum is generally 70, 80 proof. I, right. But I, that's my fault because I, I do that. But the, the Bacardi's of the world set that standard for me. The Captain Morgan's of the world right. set that standard for me. It's a 151 up in there. 151 is a whole other beast. So when I walk in and I saw that this was 42 proof, I was like, oh, okay. That's, you know, that's going to be a light one, but we're going to see if the taste is it. It does taste good. It's good. just... And yeah, it's not gonna put hair on my chest, right? And I guess every every liquor doesn't have to put hair on your chest, right? Right. Yeah, because they all like that sequence. <laughs> <laughs> you realize it wasn't a sequence that I had a problem with. Yeah. I apologize for sequence. Yeah, it was which it was um the other IP. Uh, well, we'll get that out the fridge yeah. later when we talk about it. But yeah, let's let's get right to it though, y'all. We've seen what's been happening in the news lately with this traveling situation, more specifically for the tourists that's had, the American tourists that's been going over to the Dominican Republic. Were, yeah. um, how do I put this? Cats been getting murked. Well, they've been saying it's isolated incidents, and some of them, a lot of them were accidents, or, you know, I guess good booze and bad decisions gone tragic and things of that nature. But I don't know. They, they got, what, 11 confirmed cases? About like 11 or 12. And, man. like, the last, how, what time frame was that? About a month. Right. <laughs> so. At what point do you stop saying isolated incidents and start noticing a trend or pointing out a trend? I mean, it's definitely disturbing, but I've, I've heard that, like, people have been dying. Like, we just don't know about it as yeah. much. Like So, like, when, the, like, their minister says, you know, no, you know, people always, mm -hmm. you know, die and stuff. Like, we just don't hear about it. Right. I don't know how much of that is, is true, but they say I have heard from other people who say, yeah, like that, people do die like that. Yeah, until, until it started to come to the forefront, right. more people start talking about it, mm -hmm. then it's like, huh, really, when? And then you take the backstory of it, mm -hmm. then it's like, A uh, lot of people travel. Yeah. People been dying from certain things. Mm -hmm. It all depends on how much we're talking about. Some of their stories ain't making sense. Like, people talk about the, the, the lady died after seeing her husband die dead. What? I'm like, that's, oh. that's what they said. It could happen. Shock. Sure. It, it, a lot of shit can happen. I can win the, the, the Powerball tonight, but that's a little that's a little <laughs> too much. A healthy person just she just saw her husband died and died, and you know put that into a situation where everything else is going on. Mm -hmm. You gotta look at this a little more uh, with a stern eye. Yeah. So, do you feel like this warrants a, a, a decrease in travel to the DR? Hell no. Let somebody <laughs> ask me today if we want to go. I'm on the first flight. <laughs> so this doesn't concern you? I mean, it concerns me, and I would be definitely vigilant. Mm -hmm. And I'm not drinking from the mini bar. Okay. But I'm still going to go. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been to DR twice, by my, well, by myself. Right. But the whole trip. All of the, have all of these cases been linked to the quote-unquote mini bar, though? I don't think they, they know necessarily okay. what is the, You know, they're mm -hmm. saying maybe counterfeit liquor. Right. Which, oh, so it's so all alcohol. It wasn't. Like I think everybody. I think everybody has died has been linked to the alcohol, haven't they? Okay. Yeah, that's what they were saying. So mm -hmm. they can just the mini, you know, because over there the mini bar and people are like, you know, black people don't drink for the mini bar. That's so like, like yeah, over there you do because the mini bar is included. Mm -hmm. Like I left, I'm, you know, I'm a Negro, so when I left, I took the stuff from the mini bar with me, right? Because I had already paid for mm -hmm. it. So they restock it every day. So let me ask you this too. I'll switch gears a little bit. Stay on the same topic. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start this nitty point question to Mo, uh -oh. being that he's of uh, Haitian descent. Uh -huh. And for those who may or may not know, you know, DR has had a, lands, a long-standing history of, you know, uh, abuse, physical abuse, of violence, murder that have been, you know, inflicted upon the Haitians, which, of course, Haiti and the DR are connected on the same island, right? Which is so Hispaniola, crazy. if you will. Right. And 
Lot, hey, what's so funny? A lot of people saying what? No, that ain't true. But it is true. They Look don't know. They don't know two dollars. The two countries are connected. They don't know about the killing. That's the how you said it's so close. Oh, they okay. think it's I didn't know they were connected. Too. Honestly, See? I've been. I've been in the yard twice. I didn't know they were. They're connected. Uh huh. Yeah, you yeah, could basically drive straight across. Yeah, it's just a, just a border, just like I Canada, the U.S. So yeah, what was his plan? Excuse my ignorance. became. Excuse my ignorance. Right. I did not know, and I've been there. See. So you know, Dominicans have been, you know. Violently, you know, you know, kicked out the country. Yeah, so they've been taking it out. Well, you the know. Haitians have been kicked right. out. Right, yeah. exactly. And I mean, they've done it through legislation. They've done it through just pure violence, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you might as well just chalk it up to all the strength of racism, which is which is crazy to say because you know, I mean, the men are black. About black, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Afro Latinos, Latinas, if you will. You know, <laughs> so it's crazy. So. Do you feel like that should be a reason that folk shouldn't, if you feel like folk shit, because I've heard people say folk shouldn't even go in DR in the first place because of what they've been doing, you know, to their neighbors over in Haiti. Do you feel like a boycott should be taken against tourists in the DR because of this? Uh, that's a kind of tough situation because almost like in every country, it's not everybody. Mm-hmm. There's always a selective few, right. you know, now... If it could be like we could track down some of these ones who recorded it mm-hmm. to get that kind of out of the way, mm-hmm. you know, because it's hard to say we boycott them and affect the ones that are doing good. Right. So if you catch the ones that are doing all the killing and all the destroying, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be great. But I wouldn't want uh, the whole country to be affected by okay. the few minor idiots. Wait, who's doing it? I'm sorry. Like, no, just r- r- randomly. Dominicans. Yeah. Just kicking like... This they will one. make you think. They'll make you think we together. We hanging out, mm-hmm. and then I get you on that side to a track road to a little corner, and I beat you to death. Mm-hmm. Why is this like because of a skin color thing or something? Just else? because, because you Haitian. Haitians. <laughs> why? You? That's what we're trying to get to. No, <laughs> ask white people why they've been doing shit to black people. I, you right. Know? But so, which then you see some of the videos? I thought it was a color war or something. I'm sorry. Nah, it's just that you Haitian. Yeah. Yeah. Because it could. It gives dark skinned Dominicans all the same too, you know. And I'm not just talking. Hey, <laughs> and the thing about it with some of the worst ones is even with the females. What? They'll kidnap them, bring them over because she think he likes her, and then either they stabbing or the I, hey, I think the stabbing part would probably be good because then you just probably would bleed over real quick and die. But they beating you with rocks, sticks, so they like torturing you until I guess you pass out and die. That doesn't sound pleasant. No, that's why. I mean, it's like if you see some of the videos, you'd be like, "Wow, another human known as another human." They and have for videos. What, yeah, and like for what reason? Everybody posting stuff on the internet, right? You know, it's like I, I'm not, and I'm talking about not just one person, multiple people crying out for help, and they looking at her like, "What are you? Who are you?" Yeah, and that's yeah. on top of what you were saying about they were deporting Haitians, you know. right? See, I thought it was like a government, yeah. you know, sanctioned no. thing going on. No. That's what I There's think. that too, but it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and that's why this is going to like segue into my next question because just like you said, it's government. It's just like, you know, we had a lot of government and do stuff between <laughs> Jim Crow, you know, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. That was the like even thing. Right, but yeah, even outside yeah. of that, you still have the Klan and white folk doing what they do to black people, right? Right. Which now segues me into this next question, you know, because I get what folks are saying when they say you should boycott certain things because of how mm-hmm. people are, right? Like so, for the folks who say, "Yeah, you shouldn't be tour, you know, be doing bringing tourism to the DR until they fix their ways about how they treat the Haitians," mm-hmm. but then I think to myself, 
should we tell people who should we tell tourists who come to America they shouldn't be doing that because of how white people still doing black people to this day? Because right. our situation ain't much changed. Right. right. You can't separate the two. Right. But I've never heard anyone say, no, nah, don't come to America neither because this, this shit is cruel. You know what well, I mean? Or, or don't go to England because, you know, this shit is cruel. Like, right. But they, you know, well, go don't go to neo-Nazi Germany because that shit is cruel. You know? Right. right. So it's like, is it a uh, rock in a hard place? Or is it like, if you're going to do it, you just be across the board with it because then you would go nowhere. Right, because everywhere got it. Yeah, you would pretty much just stay home. Like, <laughs> you know, it's bad enough. We already talking about not going to Florida. <laughs> you know, everybody saying you should be boycotting Florida. Oh, that old Zimmerman thing. I mean, even since Zimmerman, just everything you between. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it's, everything is a spinoff from the Zimmerman mm-hmm. kind of things. Right, yeah. just the underground stuff. Yeah. So, with that said, Mo, would you travel to DR given an opportunity for a trip? Tourism, stay on a uh, resort somewhere, yada yada. I have no problem going to DR. Okay. I'll go to DR tomorrow with, okay. with my liquor in my bag, <laughs> my water, mm-hmm. uh, my food. You can buy liquor at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's killing it over there, mm-hmm. so I just be using everything. The only thing I'm scared of is the water, the shower, and the water gonna kill me. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. Are we, still, <laughs> are we supposed to supposed to drink the water? Oh, I don't know. We don't know what's killing them. I mean, you in general, know. are we supposed to drink the water when we go there? I don't know. Right. I guess I gotta get my steps up to know this kind of thing. And I've been, yeah. and I just ain't drinking water while I was there. You know, I think people forget too. You know, for a long time, you know, Mexico was real hot right. for uh, American tourists, mm-hmm. and it's still happening too. But I'm like, I wonder if they're looking at DR. Whew, I'm glad they're looking at DR now, right? Because they was like the beheading tourists, all crazy. And you know, they were saying the government was saying it was cartel related, mm-hmm. but like American tourists was. Getting their wigs chopped off, baby. Right. Like dead ass. It hasn't stopped? It hasn't been getting talked about as much. I, cause I saw something not terribly long ago where they, um, I guess, the government issued another travel alert mm-hmm. for people going to Mexico or certain parts of Mexico. Mm-hmm. But they don't have to, you know, I always wonder because, like, do these things normally happen on the resorts? Like, I feel like well, I feel like with Mexico, some of the stuff, some of the stuff I read, it was like off the compound. Well, they tell you to and I'm like, off, I'm not trying to go. To. Yeah, I'm not going into the barrios, b. <laughs> Nowhere I go. Yeah, I won't go in nobody's nobody's hood when I'm leaving my right. home. You know what I mean? Like the thing about it, your hood here, you know, you're not going into. Right. Why am I gonna go into their hood? Yeah. To experience local life. Yeah, especially you. You, you don't know like right. the, 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 the no no like <laughs> I know. What, what to expect if I go to Eastside Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Hence why, like Mo said, I probably won't go to Eastside Wilmington at least, let's say, much at night mm-hmm. unless I got some specific business and a specific place. Right. That, you know, I'm not just wandering. Just to or, see how yeah. it is. Yeah, let's, let's check it out. Right. I'm about to say, or just like, if I go, if I travel to LA, I'm not going to uh, Watts or, you know, right. none of them places. Like, Hanging on Nipsey Russell Hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know and oh, you gotta unplug my joint because I'm full. I'm 100. percent So it's the well, one. That's why I leave that for one already. So it's been. Okay. And, and that's a curious tight of the resorts over here. Yeah. So then I'm like, that's another thing. Hey, stop feeling like you need to go in everybody's hood. Right. Especially, especially if you're not even with like, like you friends with a local or something. You know what I mean? Like you just out there. I mean, you took that chance, Ronnie, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, DR. When you went to DR, you I, was yeah, in the I, I didn't want because I didn't want to, that resort life because it felt too contrived to made up mm-hmm. to me like you know it was like they were catering towards you know 
American culture. And I was like, no, I want to eat where they would eat. Mm-hmm. I want to go to their stores. You know, I want to go to their clubs and stuff. So I knew I couldn't do that while at the resort. Because like, at the resort, they got people with guns. So who were you, at the front. So who were you with when you made these... Like, I mean, did you go with a group when you went into the hood? Or was I was by you? myself. So now, given all this news, if you were to go back to DR, would you still do the same thing the same way by yourself? Um, You already experienced the hood. Why not? Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> prob- probably. Like, I, I felt comfortable walking around stuff. Like, I, I, I only felt uncomfortable when a police officer stopped me. You know, that's, that's when I felt, mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. Ronnie out here like Mom B, about to see it all, went <laughs> through it all. Damn. How did it stop you? They ain't have a reason. They just asked me. They just stopped me and asked me where was I from. I guess they knew that I didn't blend in with their. You do, you do look. A, you do look a little dumb. Mm-hmm. That's not they enough to them. They, asked, <laughs> they, they knew, mm-hmm. and I heard like how their their police are kind of shady over there. Okay. Yeah. And like you know, like they'll like yeah. roll up on you and say, "Give me some money, or they're gonna arrest you." Kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. you know, they're about to try so for something like that. Come out your pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Um, so. Moving on, you know we gotta talk about white people, white people, and let's talk about gentrification. Oh, that still happening? The good old big G. Yeah, I think it is. I think I heard something about it. I don't know. You I know. heard there was a moratorium on it. <laughs> and the point of gentrification I want to talk about is the caucasity, if you will, of when white folks. I mean, I guess we kind of touched on it before when we spoke about things like the don't meet DC movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. The caucasity of white folk moving into your hood, and then they want you to change the culture in the hood just for them. Like long-standing cultures, that's big. Whether it's like you like playing your like your music on a stoop, and the neighbors never mind it, or let's say you have functions in your crib, or I don't know. Let's say even you, you, you kids use chalk to draw hopscotch, whatever you know, in the on street, the and, and they don't want you do with that. They're looking at it as like vandalism and stuff. <laughs> Do they ever realize, or do they care to realize that, okay, it's one thing that you're moving into the hood. Uh-huh. I mean, but let's keep it funky. Black black people ain't never really been the people that just not want you in the hood or on the strength of you not black. No. Right. We're very accepting. Mm-hmm. To a fault, actually. Yeah. That's why we're in a lot of the shit we're in now, right? Yeah. Um, America. Right. <laughs> exactly. But then it's like, do you realize our problem with you and let's let's even move set aside the fact that they come raising rates, you know, rents and, and things of that nature, make it harder on poor people. You come in, okay, you sitting there, but now you telling me not to do what I've been used to doing, mm-hmm. that nobody's had an issue with, right. and all of a sudden now got to be an issue. So much so to the point that you're getting the police involved. Right, you bring the police to these black neighborhoods, and then you know what happened. You know, you know what could possibly happen with police and black mm-hmm. people mix. Death. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you think they ever care to realize that that's the problem we have? I don't think they get that connection. They don't get I it don't, or they don't care to get it? Because I feel care. like there's a difference between the two. Yeah, they don't care to get it. I don't think they, they I, I don't think on a regular basis, one, I can't answer that because I don't think on a regular basis, I don't think, white people don't think about black people. <laughs> like black people every day, you know, you step outside, you got to think like, damn, these white yeah. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But I don't think white people gonna come outside and say, damn, these black people. Like, I think that it's just... Their their minds don't like they don't have to think of it. Mm-hmm. It's like just because that's just how they're programmed. You know, actually, <laughs> you might serve a point, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> White people have no problem jogging through the hood or you know whatever the exercise of choices, right? Or mm-hmm. walking their dog, strolling, whatever. Because they know we ain't gonna complain, right? But then 
we get weary if we start walking through like right. a, a, a predominantly white neighborhood, especially if it's like, um, let's say like a suburb mm-hmm. or something like that, a residential area. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh boy. They you know, look at anybody looking out their windows at me, like, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. And, but then you hear them tell it, you hear their narrative, and it, it's the total reverse. Mm-hmm. We're like, nah, bro, you know, I. That's it. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. They. It's, they. They don't because they don't have to think of us that way. It's the, I guess the entitlement. Yeah, I guess because it's just like I, you know, I always like to break it down to like where we have parties, like mm-hmm. even let's say in college or whatever your club experiences, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say a predominantly black party or club experience. You know, every now and again, you'll have some white people coming, whether they came with some black people they do, or they just really want, like black culture or whatever. They just came to party, right? And let's say, that, you know, whatever comes on and the dance is about to break out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that white person comes, rhythmless or not, or even if, if, if they got a little, or God forbid, they got a little rhythm, and they start showing it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Black people quickly be like, oh, snap. You know, they're like, oh, bro, you know, act like it's a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now they get to be the center of attention. Like, right. oh, they love me. They really love me. <laughs> but then... When I go break dance. Yeah, if you're a black person, though, and then you go into a predominantly white situation, they might not even want you at the party to begin with. Like, forget even making it to the dance floor. Like, mm-hmm. you're more like... Oh, you got a high chance of just getting turned away from what... Uh, yeah, we at don't allow sneakers with laces... In our club, and I'm like, that's high. Yeah, I'm like, sir, that man over there has sneakers and laces. Yeah, but his laces are not baggy. They're not long enough. Yeah, they're not that short anymore. Yeah, those are those are Airwalk laces. You have Jordan, okay, mm-hmm. shit like that. And it's like, yeah, so even little shit like that. Again, we've mm-hmm. always been welcome, even you know, even to a fault. And that's called casting there. You know, I see it every day. But, but then here, here's the conflict. Okay. Here's, here's, a, here's where you, you know, at least for me, I'll say it's a conflict. Like, for instance, okay, what y'all may not know is across the street from Team Nitty Studios, mm-hmm. they're building a beer garden. Mm. Like, outside my window, there's going to be a beer garden, I guess, this fall. Okay. I love beer. Mm-hmm. I love beer gardens. But I'd be lying if I said I, ain't, I didn't feel that that was a part of the gentrification of Wilmington, which we see, as, sure which we see is happening on a daily basis, right? You Deco. see the Deco, yep, right there on 11th Street or what have you. That place just reeks of gentrification. Even I, went, I, I, I just went yeah, there recently the for the first time. And, and just because you had a little chicken and waffle spot in there don't make me think none different. It's still gentrification <laughs> over there. Which was delicious, by the way. I heard it was very good. That shit was delicious. Yeah, what was the name of it? Um, right. Somebody's chicken and waffles. It's, something, it's only okay. one. Yeah. And the, the crunchberry waffle yeah, was delicious. Let's try to give him a shout out, but you know, maybe next time. But it's like Connie's. Connie's chicken and waffles. Okay. Yes. Shout out to Connie's chicken and waffles at Deco. On a, what was that? Is that Eleventh Street? That's Tenth Street. Tenth Street, Wilmington. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's Tenth for Shipley. Call it that. Uh, it might be Eleventh. Huh? It might be Eleventh. Maybe is it Tenth? No, it's Tenth for Shipley. Because Eleventh will be what the the Central YMCA is on. Okay. So yeah. So now my conflict, right? Beer garden, gentrification. But damn, damn, if I ain't gonna be at that beer garden, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be at that beer garden. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, am I contributing to this gentrification now? Or it's like, you know, you it's got like, a membership. It's like, damn, I, I can hate this movement, but then sitting up there drinking beer during this movement, we're like, <laughs> is this a catch 22 situation? Do I just deprive, am I supposed to deprive myself of this beer in protest? <laughs> you know, assume, you know, assuming they don't do anything outwardly racist or anything, it's like, right. But yeah, if I know I don't like gentrification, but then on the other hand, it's like, well, gentrification happening, and you know, I do want this beer. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And that Captain Crunch waffle was bad. Yeah, you really like waffle. Really having an impact on your life. Maybe I was hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, I do eat. But it, that, that, and they got Oreo waffles, mm-hmm. too. Nah, but, <laughs> All right. We know he's going to go back. Yes, again. he'll definitely going back. He's going back. He'll be at Deco on the regular, y'all. Yeah. I've seen how he gets when he likes some food. They're going to know him at first shout name. Out, shout out to the Plum Pit food truck. Yes. Who also knows him by first name. Actually, they know him by his, his nickname and everything that family and friends know him by. So. I may or may not have their family numbers. and friends, and he has their numbers. Yes. He be texted with him at night, yo, so. No, he told me to call my order, in, so yeah. I'll be ready. Yeah, right. Nobody else get the call that no. order. He got VIP. Status. He got VIP you know, when you when you're good to people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's VIP status. Because, you, yeah. you, sure, uh-huh. you know, I, I showed up before like they were trying to close. So he's like, you know, next time you know it's getting kind of close, just let me know mm-hmm. what you want so I can have it ready when you get it. See? They, they call them and all. That's called good customer service. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's called fat asses. Now, speaking of uh, keeping it in the tune of gentrification, I don't know if you saw this report that came out on Delaware Online, Lonnie, or more. Mm-hmm. And I would just read the title of it. Wilmington. Mm. One of the hardest places to achieve the American dream. It says, Wilmington is one of the hardest places to achieve social mobility in the United States. A mm. new tool from the U.S. Census Bureau of Shows. Um, Why? Well, Let's that. In Wilmington, where about a quarter of the population lives in poverty and many lifelong residents barely make more than their parents, the Damn. American dream has remained just that, a dream. Wilmington is one of the hardest places to achieve ep- economic mobility in the United States. A new tool from the U.S. Census Bureau shows Dolores Alexander, who grew up in the Southbridge area, wasn't surprised that people who grew up there tend to get stuck. She was standing near a group of benches on the corner of A Street, surrounded by planters and trees, a quote-unquote park. Across the, that's what they put it, really cool. Across the street is Duga's Liquors, a corner store with security bars over the windows and trash on the sidewalk. Several houses on the street are boarded up and vacant. Albert Palmer Elementary School, about a block away, is frequently plagued by adults who stand outside and drink. Um, to make a long story short, they're saying because I guess of all the, uh, let's say deprivation, the if you will. The world, uh, yeah, let's say the deprivation. Okay. Let's say like between like the liquor stores, the, the, the low incomes, the, the run down or abandoned housing, mm-hmm. um, the I guess crime, mm-hmm. things of that nature make women to one of the hardest places to achieve the American dream okay. and you know I guess to be upperly mobile. Damn. Before I said before I get my views on it, you're a lifelong woman Tony. Mm-hmm. Born and raised, yeah? Yeah. When you hear that, what's then your response? What's your reaction? Your response? One of it, it kind of I'm sad <laughs> you know to hear that. You know, that's like you said, Wilmington for me is home. You know, you don't want to think that you came from a place that's that mm-hmm. bad. It's like damn but do you feel that's true? Uh, unfortunately, kind of, yeah. And, and only because you, um, I've heard from other people like, who came from, like, um, I was fortunate enough to go to college from other people from out different areas who came and they were like, yo, this is terrible. <laughs> like, you don't know it. I'm like, and so they were, you know, enlightening me, telling me, like, how bad it is. And like, it's not like this in other places. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? So, yeah. so, so yeah. now here's my thing, though. For a place that's so that's so hard, you know, or so horrible when it comes to trying to achieve the American dream or get this upward mobility, if you will, mm-hmm. I see a lot of uh, new housing going up. I see a lot of new businesses being brought up. I right. see a lot of the corporations still coming. I know we tax friendly, hence why corporations come in, but they specifically come in and they're trying to attract 
Uh, they're here to attract these, you know, yuppies and, 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 and or whatever you want to call, you know, these business folk come out here and right. push money up. We see, again, the gentrification. That's we see it, it happening every day, right? Mm-hmm. When I see that, I feel like that contradicts saying that this place is one of the hardest to achieve the dream because why, then why flock here? Well, well who's buying those houses? And then the thing about it, what, what part is the hard part? You know, they got to define the hard part. And, um, who, and who is, or how about this? Who is it hard for? That's not like, it's, it's something, I'm thinking that it's harder for because black people because who they're, black with, people aren't buying Which is what, so. the, see, that's the problem right, right there. They're drawing a narrative. I feel like they're trying to draw a narrative mm-hmm. that is just not good for anybody. Okay. Me, and I feel like this is meanwhile to kind of continue to, I guess another layer of pushing the black and brown folk out, the poor people out, making because, mm-hmm. like you said, that disheartened you. You're, you're right? saying that the, the, the paper is, or yeah, I feel like it's the narrative. Whether it be the news journal or mm-hmm. you know, you're saying they're making the narrative, or it's, it's not there. I feel like white folk are trying to create this narrative that yeah, the, the, it's hard. It's, it's 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 one of the hardest places to achieve anything. But I feel like so that they can get it. exactly oh, okay. right. and achieve it. You know, so because, yeah, it'd be yeah. like, oh, I, I, I'm not going. Yeah. Can, can you imagine if you, I don't know, you run a business or whatever it is you do? Mm-hmm. It's you need, uh, you're looking to move somewhere, or, you know, create more opportunity for yourself somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you've done well for yourself wherever you are. So let's say if you're a businessman in I don't know in New York or in the Silicon Valley, you have made some, but you want to expand, right? What reason would you have to then go to if you're doing your research and somebody says, "Oh, not this place because it's the hardest place to you know achieve for people to achieve." Why would you want to move your uh, business or service there? You wouldn't. you wouldn't, right? Yet we see the businesses and services the business are coming in. Here. Yeah. It's so hard that the businesses yeah. is coming in. Then, like you said, townhouses, condos, yeah. but the businesses, a lot of businesses, houses, they aren't actually here. They just have their PO box. You know, they, no, they a lot of businesses do that. Just had it, but we've I've seen several stories. There are several reports of how. They're attracting all these new workers, mm-hmm. all these you no, know, they they they're bringing the hipsters and stuff out of Philly, out of New York. Barclay you know, a lot of well, <laughs> yeah, Barclays is a whole other mess. But even if you think about it, mm-hmm. that's how you, that's how a lot of us New Yorkers got here in Delaware. MBNA, you know, but <laughs> JP Morgan <laughs> shipped a whole lot, a shitload of people here. Mm-hmm. My mother was one of them. Mm-hmm. That's how we all again here. They, so they started that, <laughs> bringing folk in, right? You know. So this is like rent cheap, shit. huh? Rent cheap. Yeah, well, compared well, New York. It, it's yeah. it's it's it is, especially compared to New York. But rents mm-hmm. also being not cheap, like we know it either. Mm-hmm. It's increased. Like these buildings they putting up. Nah, you don't want. You don't. I, don't. I, I called one day because you know I, I I live under the uh, the same property management group. So I called when they were building when it was about done. How much? Is they, it? And I was like, yeah, I'll just call them to find out. You are know, those rents their, are on? Their rents. Okay. They're, I can't find out the rent on. You know, your, I think she's. I think it was one bedrooms that she was giving me a quote on, right? And it was a four digit number. I know that for like a mid four digit. I was like, somewhere four. between. 14, I think it was starting at 1400 a month. And then for a one-bedroom, mm-hmm. one-bath? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe, I'm sure they're very nice. But I'm sure people could, there's somebody. Oh, I'm not saying they aren't, but again, it's that's that's what that's brings up, morning, but that's bro. what brings up the who. Right. That's what, because now imagine, you've been living, like you growing up here, born and raised, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know a shit ton of folk born and raised out here who couldn't know where, come close to affording that kind of rent. 
So I'm saying they, they, they do these things and they supposedly create these opportunities for people to come and work and be able to afford this kind of living. Mm-hmm. But this opportunity is not being presented for the people who actually here. The people right. who whose tax dollars who've been spending it. Yeah, it's built on the back. The people who've been spending their tax dollars on their life. The people who, because at five o'clock, everybody's out of here, right? Before they started this, Hell yeah. at five o'clock, mostly everybody, was like, and then the money dries up so much. To, well, so much so to the point that even the businesses here, they pretty much stay open only, only, only until basically, you know, with the exception of a couple of restaurants and bars, mm-hmm. everybody else is closing when when all the people leave, right? Which then That's part it, of it, it asses out who it asses out the people that are still living who need certain services. I remember when this right aid was right here on um, Eighth and Market mm-hmm. before and it closed down. Now they closed down like three years ago. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I remember this. They were on Avon Market. This yeah. Rite Aid closed at six o'clock every day. All I die. A pharmacy closing at six o'clock. Jeez, by the time you get home. Think about that. Yeah. So now imagine, and they don't open on Sundays. They don't. Open. So now imagine, you live in the area, right? And let's say everybody, everybody out here doesn't have cars and things that you know mm-hmm. they're limited in where they go, yeah, or, no or they got to take, or they got to take the bus. Right. You know, we know the dark bus system is not the greatest, right? In terms of like when you compare it to big cities and stuff. Okay. So now imagine you need a toiletry, right? Or hell, I don't know, I a pharmaceutical, it. exactly. Right. And the one place that you can get to, it's not even open past six. Let's say you work till eight, you asked out. Or, or let's say if you get up at five, but you take the bus or something, so you don't even get back in town to whatever time. Or shit, you need something on a Sunday. Even yeah. some toilet paper or something. You asked out. And I've been in a situation where I needed stuff. Luckily, you know, I was blessed with, you know, I had a vehicle mm-hmm. to be able to go and get my stuff. They built a Walgreens. Oh, I was going to say, thank you. They built a Walgreens right. in the market. They closed early though? Walgreens closes at 7 p.m. I was going to say, wait, they closed. And they don't open on Sundays. I tried to get something from them before. Yeah, and they close at 4 on Saturdays. Right? They used to close at 4 on Saturdays. So you, and on, you close at 4 on a goddamn Saturday. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, and by told Don't get sick. But I told people, I said, watch it. I'm going to tell you what. I said, when when Starbucks moved on the block, I, I was like, Starbucks is going to be open seven days a week. I'm sure of it, which they are. And I said, and, and I said Starbucks is going to start changing the game around here. Because mm-hmm. Starbucks, I think they were opening at first till seven. Okay. And then I, I, I know it's definitely seven was the earliest they were closing. I feel like they might have extended the hours okay. to maybe eight, right? But the key is they were open on Sundays. Mm. So I was like, are these businesses going to start looking and mimicking. And it's going to start because especially changed. now these people are coming in, you know, they're bringing in these new people, people and you see their faces yeah. changing and all of that. Mm-hmm. And people are going on Sundays, you know, because you got another, you got another coffee shop down there by 3rd and Market. And Dunkin' Donuts around? Well, I'm going to get to that in a second. Oh, okay. So down on 3rd and Market, you had, um, <laughs> yeah, down on 3rd and Market, you had the, uh, the coffee and tea shop down there. The name slips me right now. Um, but either way, they had very good, like, coffee and tea pots. I had the tea, it was good, and I know people who love, love their coffee, right? Mm-hmm. They closed pretty early. I think they closed at 5, 6 o'clock, but they don't open on Sundays, right? I think, they, I think they actually have a church service on Sunday mornings at this particular coffee shop, but that's it. They don't, like, serve them, right? Mm-hmm. People love their stuff, but when you want coffee on your Sunday or tea on your Sunday, you can't go and get it. Guess where you're going to go? Starbucks. Right. Now what's happened since Starbucks moved in? Two years later, Dunkin' Donuts opened up across the street from the goddamn Starbucks. Right. Like, that's why we got that much of Negro coffee. Yeah, so it's like a turf war. So now, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, and they're going to be open on Sunday. So that's the beginning of it. So watch these other businesses going to start 
They're gonna, they're gonna have to change it out at some point, or they're just gonna keep bringing in new businesses who's gonna start. Well, they, 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 once, once they get people, maybe yeah. they can have. Yeah. And and again, that's the, that's the part that kind of bothers me. Now you want to accommodate to the people living in the area. Mm-hmm. Ah, see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I see the way you wrapping around. Yeah, yeah. There was a shitload of people living in this fucking area back when you were accommodating. They were not Exactly. Now you start bringing in Mr. Charlie. The complexion change, mm-hmm. you know. And now, so jumping back to the beginning. We talked about, you know, again, the headline that says Wilmington, one of the hardest places to achieve the American dream and one of the hardest places to achieve social mobility in the United States. You can't tell me it's going to be one of the hardest places to achieve social mobility in the United States when all these nice luxury places are going everywhere. You're bringing in all these, these people. Are, you're attracting these people to come here because yeah. even the, the workers, the employees who are coming here, they're not coming here if they think it's going to suck, especially no. if they're doing all right wherever they are. Right. Nah, so don't bullshit me and tell me it's one of the hardest places to achieve the American dream. It's one of the hardest places maybe to achieve the American dream for the black and brown oppressed folk because they're still separate from the effects of, let's say, going back to the Jim Crow era. Let's say going back to, you know, the civil rights movement. Yeah, they can't afford they, Starbucks. They, yeah, because they, they, <laughs> they keep finding a way. Exactly. They can't afford that Starbucks coffee. Or if they do, that was a luxury. They might have sacrificed something else that good that they could have got. For you. So it's, Eat dinner. Exactly. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Something. Yeah, so now nah, y'all making it hard for these black and brown folk Said, and then and then you go interview, you know, Miss Whoever down in South Bridge and you start talking about, you mm-hmm. know, the foolishness or the liquor stores and stuff down in South Bridge. White folk got liquor stores in their neighborhoods too. Yep. So we can't blame the downfall of a community on a liquor store. Okay? Just, like, a, just an excuse. Yeah, well Tyrese had a it's, problem it's, with that. It's just so. a systematic <laughs> issue that the same systematic issue that we've been going through for the last however um, however many years. Centuries. We just gotta learn to control it. Yeah. Some of us. Mm-hmm. You know? If yeah, and you know, I'll say, you know, if we knew better about a lot of things, we could do better. Because we've already seen the power that we can have when we actually decide that, you know, black people, you yeah, know, yeah. especially because, you know, we had the most spending power in, you know in the world right. in the US anyway. So but sometimes I guess if only we could realize that. But then you when we start realizing that somehow they get to throw a distraction and that makes us forget that and then you go something. Always something. So, always something. <laughs> oh that has a drive going strong. Yeah. Bam! Something happens, and you're mm-hmm. like, "All right, we gonna get back to this drive. Mm-hmm. Let's address this matter." And right. then before you know it, another matter comes, and then where was I again? Because mm-hmm. we're super, back to- we're super reactionary. Right. Super reactionary. You know, something happens, like you said, we going That's the new protest. That's the new fad. That's the new movement. Instead right. of, you know what? Let's sit back and start really mapping out courses here. Right. Let's so really now. start pl- setting up plots the same way they're doing on the other side of the. Uh, mm-hmm. So now we from from ten of us on this movement, then something else comes up. Four stays there, the six goes there, then another thing come up, then now it's only three. So from us ten starting this first movement, now mm-hmm. we stretch thin and now we burn ourselves out and we just say, you know what? No one's trying to help us and we leave it. Right. And how do we change it is a great question. Here's the thing though. Over time we've seen Many we've seen many change agents come through, right? Mm-hmm. When I speak of change agents, let me give you a couple of names. Okay, I don't know. Are we talking about Demar and Malcolm or somebody else? Martin Luther King. We can mm-hmm. use the mainstreams. Uh huh. Just kind of seeing what happened to them. Did and then shit goes all we like. We somehow we lose our focus. Like most said, we lose our focus. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Or you know, remember we had, remember it was a little place down in. Uh, called Black Wall Street. In Oklahoma, Tulsa. We had that, right? Bombed. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you had, I mean, it's funny you should say the word bomb. We had it this was. movement called Move. Bomb. Philadelphia, 1984, what happened? Under the black mayor. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> and it's like, 
Here, it's, here's the sucky part, right? Here's the sucky part. As I'm walking around the crib, we we we, we move to make these changes, uh-huh. like, and it, we, it's shown the system works. So so to the point where then the 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 system system says, you know what? Fuck that. We're gonna do this. Shit. We're gonna we're gonna light this bitch up and call it federal something or other. You know, Act Eight Seven Two Dash Four Nine, and it's <laughs> it's all right in the books. So then so then. When you ask, because you know we always always say mm-hmm. we can identify problems, but are we gonna have you know talk about the solutions, right? And I forgot to turn the AC off. I didn't even hear that noise in the background. I was gonna be annoying to them, but y'all oh, be okay. Man. I'm sorry. No, y'all good. Y'all can listen to it. Um, you talk about solutions, but then it's like so for the people who want solutions, right? Or they have come up with solutions. Then it becomes a matter of. Well, shit, when you see what happened down in Tulsa, when you see what happened in Philly, when you see what happened to the Malcolms and the Mars, when you see what happened to the people who were, um, who were leaving the protests down in places like uh, Ferguson or, oh, or, or down in Baltimore and stuff, and they mysteriously, they mysteriously died, right? Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot sense. Of, and, those, and a lot of those weren't even like mainstream like, <laughs> right. leaders. They were just the in that hood. Right. So this is the point, like, damn, these cats is getting... You know, if you if you have any kind of conspiracy theorist, you know, mindset, you start like, hold up now. So they just keep picking them up every time, you know, you find somebody, a change agent who mm-hmm. can move the people. It's like, damn, do you continue trying to move the people? Do you want to be next? Like, like you know, because, you know, just like, shout out to my guy, Richard Raw, change agent, right? Uh-huh. Everybody, if you're a woman, then don't, but you know about Richard Raw, you know, he does a lot. They firebombed his house. What? People forget that. That That was years ago. Really? Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't hear about that. I I might not have known it was him. Yeah, my fault. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll never forget it because the day, the morning they firebombed his house, he was scheduled to be on Team Nitty Radio. It was a Sunday. It was that day. And he said, you know, I um, saw it going Facebook, firebombed his house. I said, oh, snap. He's like, yeah, I keep so texting him, make sure everything's good. I mean, you know, I knew it was coming to the show that day, but it's it's always going to be etched in my mind. That's so crazy that it happened to be on a day he was supposed to be on my radio show. Like mm-hmm. he and his family were in there. Like the cats had to go to the roof to, you know, to until like nine one one got there and you know did their thing. What do you mean by like fireball? You mean like an electrical fire or a, like? Uh, I forgot what the actual cause was, but no, it was arson. Like I forget. I don't know if they threw something in there, like a Molotov kind of thing, or right. yeah. But somebody set this set this shit on fire. And now, now that, you, that you're mentioning that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sounding more familiar. Yeah. But I'm going to, to I'm gonna look that up offline. Yeah, so then it's like, again, here we're at, because we keep getting to the point of, well, what's what's the fix? Where's mm-hmm. the change? What do you do? Of course, I guess you, part of the change, you got to keep fighting, right? You got to keep organizing. You got to keep planning. You got to keep trying to move different. That then it seems like, like when you start achieving, then they just You got to sacrifice yourself. Get, yeah. Kind of. And then, but then it seems like when you start achieving, they, they get blatant with their shit. Mm-hmm. It don't know along. It, it's not subtle anymore. You see what I'm saying? So I was like, then what do you do? So let's take you know here we are, Wilmington now, mm-hmm. and you know like I said, we see shit going on. But again, we still uh, the majority. Uh, the majority of the people are Wilmington black, right? Yeah, Wilmington about black. sixty percent. Yeah, 60, 70. So you still got you know you still got the numbers per se. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you still got a bunch of change agents, a bunch of people who can move the people. How, how do you get the collaborative to then once again try to say, okay, this is what we're going to do again? Or, or where, where do you even start with that? Is it starting trying to work a way to get more black businesses out here that we can support and you know, move forward with things of that nature? Is it, is it a matter of just 
not supporting some of these other businesses, if you mm -hmm. will. Like, but then if you need things, who do you, who do you not? Budget? Yeah, if right. you need things, how do you not support if there's no alternative in place, no substitute, if you will? Right. Like if you tell me, okay, that's viable. Yeah, that's right. viable. So if you tell me, okay, don't go to the shop right at the riverfront. Well, is you don't there a black owned fresh Right, or is there a black owned <laughs> grocery store? Around that could fit because I gotta eat. We right. gotta eat. We still need shit. Right. Like, you need a McDowell's. So yeah, you need a McDowell's. You know what I mean? They got the golden arches. We got, got the, the golden, golden arcs. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely, I think we need to go into making sure we have people who are in positions to make decisions mm -hmm. and um, economics. Oh, you talking about voting? Voting and like actually people running for offices yeah, and stuff, and actually being true. being the people who go at people who care about the community. You know, we still live in a, which shouldn't be a problem. Got a lot of people who, so many black. Yeah, we still got a lot of people who feel like their votes don't count. Oh yeah, they they do. But Donald Trump was elected with seventy thousand votes in mm -hmm. three states. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't think their vote counts. Yeah, exactly. Did and you I, watch the debate? I watched some of it. Okay, you didn't really, much. Yeah, I really. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be hard for me to focus with this with, early with ninety eight people, you know, people competing for the for the Democratic spot. And actually, I just I, I met. I don't mind. I wanted to ask you that on the show. When do you feel like that field is gonna be whittled down to like a, a more realistic number, if you will? The fall. Okay. I yeah, I saw and I saw a pundits talking about you. What they October. said? They said they okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I said you a pundit. You a pundit? Uh -oh. <laughs> I say, I, I say the fall. I say the fall. The fall. Yeah. They'll start dropping. Once they start realizing they ain't got no money. Right. Also, <laughs> I heard, I, and I also heard around that time is when you got to start meeting certain criteria to qualify for debates. Going well, forward. they haven't met. Oh, no. But they've all qualified. Well, they said, yeah, what they're saying is they said the. the it gets harder. Yeah. They okay. said it gets more, it gets stricter. Right now, you got like 1% of right. the of the vote and like three polls. You, right. can, you can be on the stage. Yeah. So they said it starts, it starts getting different down mm -hmm. line. I guess they increase the standard, if you will. So, but we, we should be able to cut this down to like a good ten easily. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, without that. So, who do you feel like are the stronger candidates at the point at this point in your opinion? Is it too early to tell? No, I don't think it's too early. Who are the stronger versus yeah. like all that that twenty? Mm -hmm. This well, of course, Biden, Delaware's mm -hmm. son. He's the, e even with all the controversy he's been facing lately. Yeah, even with the controversy, he's still one of the strongest. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Kamala. You know, came for came for his neck the other day. She's one of the strongest. Yeah. Um, I think you have to go with uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg from, from South Bend, Florida. I think he's one of the strongest, stronger ones. Um, people like Beto, they call him White, White Barack. Oh, wow. you know, you know. I think he's 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 not gonna he's not gonna make it around. I don't think much. I don't think he's not gonna be the nominee or anything. But you know, I think they, what happened with him is they hyped him up too early, and he's he's falling now. Okay. Uh, you know he's one of the stronger ones. I, I still people hate on him, but I think Corey's one of the stronger ones. Corey Booker. I, I said Corey like we, he's a friend of mine. Um, that's like I said. No, I'm saying that like he's a friend of mine. Oh, okay. so Corey got some Booker, big ties. I, I think he's one of the stronger ones. Uh, that's five. Oh, of course, Elizabeth Warren. She's one of the stronger ones. She's and she has the potential to do very well. Damn, your boy Bernie getting no love? No, I'm about to go to Bernie next. And actually, <laughs> right now, Bernie's actually my favorite person. Is it because right. of the school loans? Exactly, because of the school loans. <laughs> you know, and, I, and it's bad because I always tell people not to be a one-issue voter. I'm like, you can't care that much about one issue to vote for this person. And I'm thinking, you know what? 
if you cancel all my school loans, loan loan is a hell of an issue, though. I was like, you know <laughs> everybody what? wanted that. Yeah, I was like, you know, I'm about to, you know, I'm going, I'm gonna shine. You, you can, you, you can get rid of that. You, you know, have, if you not had them student loan people texting me every mm-hmm. month, talking about you gonna make that payment or not, mm-hmm. it would be pretty good, Bernie. See, the thing um, about with some of the politicians, a lot of people think they, when they put their name out to be president, uh-huh. and you already look like, who is he? He definitely ain't gonna win. Mm-hmm. That's not some of their purpose. They just put it there to put their name out. Mm-hmm. And once their name out, they're gonna be in certain offices, right. and they're like, oh, I know that person. It's an ulterior motive. Right, I know that person. So they don't go in it. Just to say, I'm running for president. Like, who the, who the hell are you? Is? Where you came from? And you trying to run for president. Never heard of you in my life. And then later on, secretary of this, mm. minister of that. There's something in the White House. That's an amazing point that you made. Actually, that's so on point because there was this HBO had an original series called Veep. Mm-hmm. Um, that was starring Judy Louis Dreyfus. I never watched. I heard it was good though. Veep was a great series. It just ended this year. Actually, it had a series finale, and in that show, you know, as she was running for mayor, mm-hmm. I mean, running for president. Her name was Selena Meyer. She was running for president. Mm-hmm. With some of her opponents, she was saying, "Okay, hey, you do this. Basically, you're probably not going to win this, but if I can get your support, I have a spot in my cabinet for you. See? Stuff like that." Or or her advisor would tell her, we think such and such is probably just doing this to get in your ear to really get a cabinet seat. And Mo just called it. And, I, you know, I didn't, I never thought about such strategy until I saw it on V, like, this season or last season, whenever it started happening, right? And now you go. So, yeah, that good, you know, set yourself up for something, like your real goals. Like, it's almost like a uh, Almost even like a, a job. Yeah. Even almost like a job. Mm-hmm. So, certain positions they have out there mm-hmm. unless you put your name in the hat you'll always be in that back burner mm-hmm. always wonder why everything's passing me by to you you may feel as though you're not qualified but how are you gonna know right oh i just started here they're not gonna look at me like did you put your name in that's like you say if you don't vote you can't have a conversation with me because mm-hmm. you never had a say right so you you talking this and talking that, but you never even voted. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to tell me, and I voted. I tried to make a change. Right. You didn't even try. Yeah, you just hot air at this point. Right. So when you put your name out there, they look at it. I got a perfect example. I just started this job, and they had a manager position out there. And I was like, you know what? Put my name in it. I got mm-hmm. called for interview and everything. I was only like, maybe... Two weeks to a month with mm-hmm. the company. From that, I was lead. Just okay. because why? Oh, sure. he's he ain't scared. Right. And Move you up know, quick, and everybody's like, "How did you get there? How did you get there?" I'm like, I just went out and tried. Yeah. Most people do is say no. no, right? That's it. It's funny because my shout out to my guy Cliff Barnhow. You know, the Brown Eye Perspective, uh, uh, family, the team, any radio and any in the city podcast. He always said it's something. It echoes something similar to what Mo just said. Um, he said, "If you don't vote, if you purposely, deliberately don't vote, mm-hmm. you can't get mad when shit doesn't go your way, or when that, or yeah, you can't get mad at the consequences, right? Because we might have need your one vote, right? Because you think that one vote don't count, but yeah, especially when you talk about elections on the local level, mm-hmm. like your." Uh, 
city council or whatever, or even like your school board elections where right, they're closer on the home. You had, I think, the numbers at the the the, the, the board the. The, the student uh, the school board elections mm-hmm. were abysmal it was like people were, getting, yeah, people were winning offices because uh, like it was like an 80 voter turnout let's say right you know something like, like something crazy like that you know and and I and you know I, I, I admittedly took some blame for that because I was like I didn't realize how important or how much the school board elections impact see me well you know I start looking at stuff now as I have a child but before that I never really thought about that kind of stuff because I'm like, well, be all. yeah, I'm like, I ain't got no kids, you know, I ain't gonna worry about the school board. But then you still, it starts impacting other things because right. they they determine certified, you know, monetary things, financial things, and determines teachers' jobs, you know, programs the schools get, which then trigger that uh, our property taxes are affected, which a whole bunch of things are affected. It's like a big ripple effect just from school board elections, right? Because like, look at it this way, like you said. And your mindset back then was like, I ain't got no kids. Mm-hmm. Why am I gonna go he vote does. for school board? The back then, back then, let's just say back yeah. then. All right. So back then, you're not voting because you don't have any kids, right? Mm-hmm. Now a bill get passed for the next ten to twenty years. Mm-hmm. Now you have a kid, right? That same vote that you didn't wanna mm-hmm. be involved in because you didn't have any kids. Now it's Either helping or affecting your right. kid, mm-hmm. or you, or you know, people who are in office can right. be doing things that, like you said, can just affect all kinds of negative change. Right? No, that has nothing to do with me. Okay. All right. What's well, later on in life? Yeah. You gonna look at it and be like, you know what? I remember when they was passing this bill. Mm-hmm. Now I can't even get this job because yeah, exactly. I didn't even fight it. Yeah. Or again, you know, like you said, if I become a homeowner. My property taxes can be affected by decisions that are made at that level. I can't even walk. <laughs> I can't even walk down the street at eight o'clock because I always used to be home by six, so it didn't ever affect me. So all these things you gotta look at sometimes. Like mm-hmm. now, it has nothing to do with you, but think about right down the future. Mm-hmm. I said you always gotta think about some of these decisions yeah. when you're making. Forest for the trees. You know, you live and you learn. I learned my lesson, mm-hmm. so you know I, I know to be more involved and more active. All right, like back home. They be getting their kids, once they're old enough to vote, mm-hmm. they're off to school, mm-hmm. they're bringing them home to vote, all of that. Just because you never know right. how this going to affect you later on. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So, yeah. So, hey, moral of this particular story, get out there and vote. Get out there and put your name in the bed. So, if you if you got a job, you're not sure, if you are, you know, you qualified to get it, you're going to get it, put your bed in anyway. Actually, I told people, that's the one positive that 45 did for me. What? I applied for shit that, you know, maybe I ain't even got no business applying for. Because mm-hmm. hey, he, he he did, he applied for some shit he ain't had no business applying for. And look what happened. But he's white. Though. So, yeah, he is white, but hell. <laughs> yeah. He but he, he was. Oh, <laughs> oh, shout out to Mo with the Natty Ice. You about to die. Wait, is that a special Natty Ice? I ain't never, or did they just change the design of the can? They got light and then they got the regular. Okay. No, not, no. no, the, the no. can used to be yeah. silver, right? That's a that's a, that's light. That's a light. Okay. This is ice. Ice is the one that the drunk drink. Okay. Uh, I feel like I've had Natty uh, Ice before. I just which one? You had that design. Light or ice isn't different. I feel a, like I've had both. I just feel like I've never seen this black can with this. Yeah, no, that was. This was always a thing. Yeah. Okay. But that's that's the ice that uh, you know. This I was just drinking the hey, light. Then. He knows what he drinks. No, no doubt. So that lets you know you about to be okay. tore up. Word, even at five point nine percent. 
you you drink that ice, you gonna be sober up. Hey, it's, this, a, it's a hangover. This se- this segment on Team Nitty Radio has been brought to you by Natural Ice. <laughs> it's at five point nine percent ABV. It's ice brewed for a smooth taste. That's Natty Ice. <laughs> Look, y'all gotta cut us a check. That was a freestyle. Free, free, literally off the dome. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. So. Oh yeah, this segment was not brought to you by Natty Ice, by the way. We ain't trying to have nobody else, you know, super good. But either way, yeah, more so more of the story, you gotta get out there and do your thing. You know, put your name in that, put your name in the hat for that job. Go ahead and kick it to that guy or that girl that you've been interested in. You know, go ahead and uh shoot your shot. Through, shoot your shot. Right. The most they could do is say what? No. Exactly. It's like the lotto. Yeah. Give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Or in New York, they used to have the slogan, all you need is a dollar and a dream. There you go. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what Biggie said. <laughs> you got it from that New York slogan. Speaking of Biggie and I gentrification. Heard. I know. I know. Did you hear Mo? No. Remember his one-room shack that he lived in? Yeah. He rapped about? That one-room shack in Bedford-Stuyvesant now goes for $4,000 a month rent. That's Biggie. $4,000 a month of rent. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need to pimp more than the uh, at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you afford four thousand dollars in rent, so yeah, of course that's on the gentrification train again. You know, making stuff stuff unaffordable for the people who've been there all that time. And mm-hmm. now these people, your New York is really ridiculous too. One of my friends, one of my people, he's a realtor in New York, right? We just actually started following each other on Facebook, and he put up a listing somewhere in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It was a, a one bedroom joint, and. I, I was look. I was just looking to look, cause you know I was gonna share it or whatever. You know, it was like you never know who's watching. Who might be looking. Yo, that shit said twenty five hundred a month. I was like, Jesus Christ. And that's that and, it, and I about to say the thing. And when, and when you hear about like Biggie's old joint, it's like, damn, that's the low end of the rent spectrum out there, yo. It's fucking ridiculous. A one bedroom sign. Dude, you know, at least when we talk about you know this building, you know, but uh, near me with the losing. You know, I say they started like fourteen or whatever. At least you got amenities like the pool. They got a pool. They got the you know the twenty four hour security. They got a whole bunch of other stuff. Shit, got washed out all that stuff. I don't recall hearing about these amenities in New York. This place is twenty five hundred a month. It was just the apartment. Just the apartment. Yeah, just getting the door. So nowadays it's like kind of great to get those stuff coming with an apartment. Mm hmm. Yeah. you'd have been taking a bus with your Ain't laundry. No man. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you Trying can, to find that. You can factor those in. laundry. Reducing your overhead and stuff, you know, let's say that, you know, your unit comes with your own washing and dryer, boom. All right, even speaking of this unit here, mm-hmm. before they even build this, mm-hmm. most of those rooms was already rented out. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. A lot of people think, now, uh, who's going to live in there? Yeah. and then That's what people kept telling me. People kept saying, um, yeah, they, they're going to struggle to find people to move into these places. Why am I going to build this big right. ass? And, and, you know, I, I didn't feel like debating with folks. But I was like, listen, these, because, okay, let's put them out there. It's Buccini Poland Group. That's, that's pretty much who's building all the property on the Market Street Mall down to the riverfront and beyond, right? Mm-hmm. I would say 90% of it, because there's a couple other management, you know, building on management groups. And BPG been around forever and a day, all right? You telling me these these people didn't already forecast how, what the, Forecast the incentive to build these things. Yeah. Nobody just says, I'm gonna put up a fucking, I don't know what's that, maybe an eight, ten story building. Right. Let's say a ten story building with a oh, pool, yeah. with all of these things. I'm gonna put all these years of construction into it, all this all pump, all this room. money into it, and then 
We're trying to figure out who we gonna get to move in. I just have extra money to get moved. Yeah, right. That's big. These motherfuckers drew up the blueprint. They showed the blueprint. People said, "This is what's gonna look like." Y'all want in? Like, and people was like, "Yeah." And you know why? I work right across the street. Exactly. I'm in the middle of downtown. Yeah. They give you all the incentives. All like you're right. You're a few blocks away from the Amtrak. Few blocks away from the Greyhound. Like you said, we already know. And you know, if you move in now, when this built, let's let's say if it's two thousand, I don't know. Let's say ten, right? right. And they're telling these people, this is what you're gonna get. And this building to be up by 2015. And then you know what you're also gonna get? You'll be the first thing. Maybe we'll get you in on this bottom run or what have Right. The first uh, few months control. rent. Yeah. And. We're already building Deco, which is going to be open about three years after you move in. So keep mm-hmm. keep your lease renewed because you don't want to leave when Deco pops up because Deco's going to be great. You know what? We're going to build. A we got these restaurants coming, Merchant Bar and all these places. We own those buildings. We're going to have these merchants coming. Oh, I can walk there. Yeah. I we're closing. There. There's, a, there's a chicken shack called Kennedy Fried. They've been around forever. We're closing them down and we're bringing in Merchant Bar. They're going to have sushi and Impossible Burgers and Beyond Burgers and Best vegan treats and you know all that. Oh, guess what? We're building a beer garden at the riverfront, so that way you don't even have to go. You don't have to go to Firestone if you don't want to. And we're gonna have Axe Thorn. It's gonna be up at the same time we put this building. And guess what? 2019, we're gonna build another beer garden closer to where you're living. You got every reason in the world to live in this building. And you know, I think some of the bonuses on top. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try and get most of the crazy black folks. Because mm-hmm. once we buy these buildings around. Mm-hmm. Either they're going to take the rent or they're going to leave. And they're like, you know what? That sounds yeah. good. Or as they put it, yes, we're going to be the changing faces. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be New Wilmington. That's the word right there, New Wilmington. Yes, yes, a place to be somebody. And yes. some of us be right there so dumb. Yeah, New Wilmington. Exactly. And then five years, ten years later mm-hmm. on, that's what they were saying exactly. when they were saying New Wilmington. Yeah, they were kicking me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be out, and it's all of Wilmington, just like BPG. It wasn't those. I think Louisiana, maybe. I no, in conjunction with BPG, they bought Baylor Stadium. Huh? Baylor Stadium is not the cities anymore. You didn't know that, did you? No. Now I don't know if you remember. And they had issues with who's gonna buy it. Louisiana was trying to get it initially, uh-huh. and people protested against it at the city. I, they protested against it at the city council. Right, I remember. The, the uh, I was actually at that city council meeting where the people were coming in and protesting the reasons why. They said Sally's wasn't gonna let people use. Right, and, and Sally's was getting. They they put out the wicked contract bid where whatever the bid was, how I'm saying, uh-huh. the contract was supposed to be good for like a hundred years. Okay. So so it was like if they get that. There's never, nobody really has a, an opportunity to try to get in on that. Right, right? that's true. So, they, you know, he went against it or whatever, and um, Sally's actually wound up backing out of the deal, mm. at least at that time. But it was still up in there as to what was going on, because Sally said they would still make it available to the people in some fashion. People weren't scared. They, they, they were scared Yeah, because they didn't say what fashion, and that was the problem. Right. People figured they were probably going to start charging you for the, you know, just right. to be general public using it or, or whatever, or... I know teams and stuff probably have to pay maybe the city a fee or whatever, like when they have track meets and stuff there. Mm-hmm. But if they took, I guess, certain fees would have gone up, things of that nature. Or they could have options just like, nah, right? Mm-hmm. So it, the deal basically went south. But then somebody was telling me earlier this year they think it, it happened and went through or whatever. I was like, I wasn't sure. So I actually called the um, the Wilmington Parks, right? You know, the Wilmington Parks um, Department to see if Boehner was open to the public. Because mm-hmm. I know they were still doing some construction. So I want to see they were open to the public running because I was like, I think I want to go on the track. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, she's like, actually, I wouldn't know because it's not run by the city anymore. And I believe she said BPG got it. 
if I'm gonna say good, but don't 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 you know don't not yet. Open the, no. Yeah, go research it. Somebody did get it. It's not the city's. It's purchased. So and I drove by. Actually, I remember I drove by there the other day just to see you know what was going on. It's a lot of construction. It was a lot of construction, and it says it's closed during the construction. Yeah. So I tried to go. you can't even access the park to even you know. So yeah, somebody got it, bro. It ain't the city's. So the premium might have just hit that far, that far. So now. Let's say if it's BPG, because we talk about BPG, right? Say, okay, and in 2020, as a BPG resident, guess what else you'll have? Discounted or free access to the to what was Boehner Stadium now. We'll call it BPG Stadium. And you don't have to worry about the public element being in there. It's like your own your own private track and field, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. So, when people are telling me they're going to struggle to get people to move into these things, and, you know, I'm like, yeah, no, they're not. No, you don't get that big by not already having these plans locked in. It's just like when you when you see the um, open, how Middletown started booming and people were getting a lot of houses mm -hmm. built from the ground up. Yeah, yeah, them houses that land was them houses were purchased before they even dug into that dirt, y'all. They told they showed you what you know what it was gonna look like. Here's the oh, you like it? Boom, put your bid in now, and it's yours once we finish construction. Yeah, that's the game, y'all. That's the game right there. White people, white people. Now, speaking of white people, white people, we since we hadn't been podcasting for so long, we never got to talk about this phenomenon, uh, which we learned about, what is it, people not washing their legs and feet in the shower? Yeah, that was, that was nasty. Have you heard of this, Mo? So, apparently, uh -huh. it's a new thing. Um, apparently, I'm not going to say white people, but it might sound like white people. I think it was white people. It was white people. Yeah. Apparently... Many of them don't bother washing their legs or feet in the shower. They just figure the soap runoff <laughs> from washing their upper bodies is enough to constitute a, a proper scrub or a proper cleansing. And the fact that they're standing in the water. Hey. Now, mind you, this, 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 this is after, <laughs> this mean, this this is after we learned. In the bottom of the feet or the legs? The All legs together. and feet. The legs Both. and feet. But, they wash, wash yeah. the top part. So let's say even all right, and let, all right. Let's say they let's get let's go ahead and say if they washing their feet, but no, they're not washing. Their feet. I can't give it to them because they said little matter of fact they, they weren't they weren't washing. Yeah, because I have feet. an article on Facebook. They said it was unnecessary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because, because I was because offended the by the whole situation. Yeah, because of the runoff, um, which you know it's pretty damn disgusting. I ain't gonna hold you, and I'm like, I get what you're trying. You think okay, yes, soap suds may run down your body, mm -hmm. but. Why didn't they got? I think some of them got that smell. Yeah, because if that's if that's the case, if that's the case, you wouldn't even wash all your dishes. Shit, are they washing all their dishes? Put in the dishwasher. dishwasher. This came after they're not washing their meat, not washing their chicken. That yes. came from the CDC. You know that you know CDC. that you can't wash your chicken they because of, because of the bacteria. Spread salmonella. Because yeah. because they don't wash their sink after. God forbid you clean the sink after you fucking wash your meat. Oh my gosh, that's such a far fetched. You know, because why would we clean our sink? Right, like. That's why you all ass getting sick, cause you saying salmonella and all this, so you just put the meat in and don't. They say that they. Say I guess they run. They, they, they run the water. No, when they have it. They run the sick. water. Why salmonella still around? They have to run. I say on no, the. No, I'm saying they're not. I didn't say on. I didn't say on the meat. I didn't say on the meat. Oh. After they put their chicken in the sink. They put it in the sink. No, I'm just using for example, cause he said if you wash your meat, the salmonella is gonna get on the counter right, and in the right. sink. Right. Yes. So you not rinsing down your counter, nothing. No. You just put it in there, spray some water, and then put your, your asparagus in after. Yeah, that's true, and that's yeah. why. Yeah, that's what they do. And you know, 
Here's a crazy thing to me. Oh, white people, y'all gonna be mad. I know there's gonna be tears about this. But look, y'all brought it on yourselves. Y'all been writing a crazy narrative on, on us since forever anyway. All I'm doing is speaking the truth here. Why y'all motherfuckers be looking for any reason not to wash some shit? <laughs> your meat, your bodies. Why? It's okay to wash it. It is. Like, if you feel like you go... You know what's funny, though? They say they wash their hair every day, right? Mm-hmm. They run water on their hair. Well, I know some people, they say they literally wash it every day with shampoo. Like, they have to. Because I was like... You know, I was raised to know you shouldn't wash your hair every day, like shampoo every day, because that you'll start, I guess, I don't know, breaking it down, damage, I don't know, whatever. They say you wash it every few days. I mean, you wet it all the time. You know, but they say you wash your hair every single day. And if you're willing to do that, I'm going to assume you wash your face every day, let's say. I mean, you started a good pattern here, right? So I'm assuming if you bathe in, maybe you wash your neck. I guess you wash your upper body. You don't just feel the urge to just continue the pattern? It wouldn't feel right not to wash your neck. You wouldn't feel incomplete? <laughs> to them, no. I guess not. And it, here's the crazy part, right? Like, you know, we've all been in situations, let's say, maybe you were in a super rush, maybe you had somebody's could be able to get out of there, and you took what they call a hot spot shower. So you just get those certain areas because you got to get out of there. Huh? Well, the whole bath is in the sink. Oh, oh. I'm talking about you getting a shower, but instead of like no. doing the whole thing, <laughs> you might get like the like the armpits, the, yeah, the areas, right? So, and like I said, those are considered basically when you literally have no time, you got to get out of there, whatever, right. boom. Or maybe even like, or you know, you've been in a situation where let's say maybe you showered the night before, just before bed, mm -hmm. and you got to get out in the morning, so you took a quicker shower. You didn't take as, right. yeah, as much Because pretty much all you did was sleep, so, you yeah. know. But again, those are considered our not our more express showers, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. So, so everybody pretty much has an express shower, right? Yeah. So if what they're doing is their regular time shower, what the fuck is their express shower? What is the white standard for express showers? Not existent. So you just don't bathe. You ain't never seen them at brunch with the with the pajamas on. That's what happened the night before. <laughs> That's how you know what happened. If they had if they had brunch with the pajamas on, they ain't washed up. Yeah. I was just running in come, come on right back. No, they wasn't. That's going to be all Sunday. Yeah, you know. But then, what do you expect from folk who don't like washing their hands? Who don't like washing their hands? You see what I'm saying? Folk be using the bathroom not washing their hands? Coming right, out, coming, around. coming right out of the toilet. They're notorious for that. And I'm talking about be whole number twos. And they just come right out like, like the sink didn't even exist. And you going to touch my hands? I've watched them do it, bro. Watch him do oh, it. No, Watch I would tell him to stop. Watch him do it. I've had bosses do it, co-workers do it, all, all kinds of people. <laughs> Watch them. <laughs> there will be some funny... This is funny and they'll talk to you on the web. Hey, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Nitty like da 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 Just hey, about to say that. And yeah, now you... I'm yeah. a, a hey. public bathroom. He yes. Is. Wait, not even hey. your bathroom. No, work that dude, but the whole bathroom. Yeah. What's up, bar? You don't see people at the bar, bro? Like you go to the bar, you ain't been like you're bad. You don't see people just be filing out of there with that. Like, like they didn't even look at the sink. It was not even a thought in their mind. And then you'd be like washing your hands, like that number twos. I've never seen number. I've two. seen it off of number twos, my man, with my own life. I, I, I have like, seen your the your in a walkout because of the line. Maybe I figured I gave him a, a pad. I don't care I if it's the line. I could wait. They standing there, and then you you there washing your hands like this motherfucker. Yeah, he ain't gonna wash his mm -hmm. hands. So the whole day he trying to give you five. Mm -hmm. Hey, yo, I've been like most. I've literally have been washing my hands, and the coworker come out of the bathroom. Hey, and just walk right out. <laughs> well, like it was nothing. Nothing. Like 
like they show me at, like they show me at the water cooler. Hey, I thought you ain't gonna stop, Sam. I'm home. Only me one. I'm gonna be there for a few days. I'm still gonna wash my and hands. I still wash yes. my hand. Yo, I have to. Yeah. I, it, you don't feel right. It's, it's it's feel right. Matter of fact, matter of fact, because y'all know I always keep your hands sanitizing, right? Yes. There was times where I've had, you know, if I wash my hands in a public bathroom, um, I have a couple instances where this will happen, where I follow up with hands, hand sanitizing. Okay, there's situations where sometimes the soap might have run out. I still at least got to wet my hands, try to get in the hot yeah, water, yeah, and then I'm yeah. going to sanitize, yeah. right? Yep. Or they put me in a position where um, they had, like, say, the air dryers and not paper towels. So you got to dry hands, but the doors, you still got to pull it. It's not a push door. Yeah. I got to sanitize after I put that. some of my hands. Yeah. Open the door. I probably wouldn't yeah. spider walk in or something. Yeah, you, I do that sometimes. Yeah, you know, that's not just me? You, no, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, no, no, that's you. I'm definitely hoping hey. that. Sometimes to be like, you know what? I don't even need my hand dry. Oh, catch it with my leg. I've yeah. done that. I've done that. Mm. Call my leg. Yeah, I'll, I'll, was, dry, I'll dry my hand on myself. Was, I forget which bathroom I've been in. It's like a bar bathroom where the door was kind of close to where the sinks are. So when I wash my hands when I come in. I keep, I stick my foot out while I wash my hands so I can hold that door. Yeah. Right. So a situation, but I'm, I say that to say, I've even you know wash my hands and put them in there, but because of some other exterior fact, I still feel like I have to sanitize them because I feel like the germs still, or maybe the water didn't get warm enough. Mm-hmm. All right, you but know. still touching that because touching that door is like it's a I, reset. I'm like I'm like yeah. no, it's a germ reset because I know some yeah. mofo. That's why I don't wash their hands and walk people out. people mad on that door handle. It it's a germ been, reset. Hey, and oh, they said and the Wawa touch screen. I just found out they said well, any touch. They said well, yeah, I mean, any touch screen. They said that that they said the Wawa touch screen is disgusting. It don't matter. They did a study. Any public, yeah. Public is nasty. Public is nasty. Public is nasty. Whatever you gotta, the public gotta touch. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's definitely very different. Which does I steal your watch? If I take it in front of, oh, that's Mo's steal. watch. Okay, okay. If I take it in front of, it's not yeah, stealing. Yeah, right? Your watch might be a rat, bro. It's kind of nice. Lonnie gonna start like lulling you in with with our topics and stuff, and then get you hyped. He gonna be like, you gonna be like, oh shit. He gonna be like, drink up some more, drink more, Mo. He sees you're gonna natty ice, bro. He said you gonna be lit up. You gotta get like, more. I can't go anywhere without a watch. So. You know, for cell phones. Here's the thing for me. No, I feel what you said about watches because like I used to wear watches, right? And what happens is, so that I get to the point where if I forgot my watch and I went out. I feel like almost naked, like, yeah. like a, it's not, and I keep checking my wrist for the time. Keep checking my wrist. So what happened, then it was the time that we'll break watches or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then, if I never got to fix it, I'd have to go for a long time without a watch. But then ultimately, I would adapt to not having a watch and I don't think about it no more. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to put myself through that kind of cycle again. <laughs> so I'm going to just go ahead and not get another watch, knowing I'm, I'm finally used to not having one. Good. Even though I like watches, don't get me wrong, but I was like, yeah, it's cool. And then I just use the phone, but I feel him like it's, once you you get that attachment, especially you know it, his wrist probably looks like a watching print at this point in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. That's why I took it off. It takes too much time to have to sit there and look at it. Watch I'm, takes I'm, too I'm, much I'm time an instant, I'm an instant person to look at it. What are you looking at it for? Americans and their instant. No, like, I need to know. Look at your watch. I can't know that it's five fifty three. Necessarily, I need to well, know the exact. Quick how could you not know it's five fifty three if you look at a watch? I mean, it doesn't have the. It was not digital. Oh, you can't tell time. I cannot tell. Yes, I can tell time. So what's the issue? You know, I, I, you don't want to take the two seconds to. No, I don't. It takes too much time. <laughs> See, you it's know what you sound like? A person who don't want to wash their legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't want to take that extra two seconds. Right. Dirty feet. <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. It's 
the next one on my list. <laughs> oh, he's in the fancy watches. Oh, yeah, he's fancy. What, what does that say on it? It doesn't matter. It's, more, fancy. More, it's, it's, more it's above my pay grade. More so yeah, so now now that we've alerted you to this, Lonnie, <laughs> start looking, watch how people, how many people you see just be walking out that back. I don't want to. You know, actually, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you to the point. And I guess I say the views and the pages expressed by the individuals or Nitty in the City are those and solely those set individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of Nitty in the, the Nitty in the City podcast, Anchor FM, Spotify, any of our streaming partners or any of our affiliates. But I've been conditioned to the point of. I'm actually more surprised when I see white people washing their hands. <laughs> when not, like, it's still nasty when I see them not wash it, but I come to expect that. So when I see them washing their hands, in my head, I go, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, cool. we got a barbecue. Yeah, that's we all you got to do. They can't come to the cook. Oh, we got one. Yeah, that's all you got to say. Hey, where to go? Good job. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, I'll be oh, right. okay, yes, uh, the report was good. <laughs> or 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 in, in kind of TMI, if you were in the store and you know one of them in there, and, they come, and you hear that water run, you're like, oh, shit, no doubt. Watch his ass, you know what I mean? Yeah, because then you hear the other one, they just walk right out. That's a shame. Nasty bitch, but you know, you still, like I said, I come to expect it. If you rotate it the other way. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which one I got. Yeah. So what happens if you you saw a person then like making your food? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You saw they ain't watching. You gotta speak up. You gotta speak on that. Here we go! What'd you say? Is that what? Is that like I'm sign there talking about all the food? Is that because you took the words out of my mouth? You took the words out of it's that's so crazy that you that? have to put up signs and say, yes, that's, that's why you need it. Because they're not washing their fucking hands and the people getting sick over their fucking bacteria getting in the food. Yeah, you making people food and you ain't trying yeah. to Even if you don't care about yourself. Yeah. They, money. they gotta make that shit long. You gotta tell people to, yes. that's disgusting. You gotta ask them, yes. It's, it's fucking crazy. Oh my God, Moses, you got money, money. I ain't got no money, money. Oh, buying big face watches out here. Sunny. Yeah, so and I used to say to ask myself to that, say that to I'm myself a lot. It's so pathetic. It's so sad that you literally have to put a sign up in a place of business that says a food service. You should want to do that. That says employees must wash their hands before returning to work. Why do you think it's okay? You know, I used to always say that to myself. Just like, you know what? They should just put a sign up that says everybody should wash their hands. Customers right. yeah. too. All <laughs> you nasty motherfuckers. And they should have like a judgmental grandma face picture looking at you over the sign. Yeah, you should. So as you walk out the door, did you? Mm-hmm. Did you? Mm-hmm. People nasty, man. And, and you know, and just, I would say, I would say that to say, just be glad we don't see what goes on in the back of the house. Ooh. At a restaurant, because we don't know what they're doing back there. You don't, you don't think about those things. But shit goes down. Uh, it goes down. No pun. No pun intended. Oh shit! Yeah, man. I remember. Um, shit goes down. Exactly. I remember. I was talking. I was uh many years ago. It's back when I was still at UD, mm-hmm. and I was talking about some of my mans, and I was meeting some of their mans, and one of them, he worked in a restaurant in the back of the house of the restaurant. He's a cook or whatever. And he was talking about, you know, they were talking about things that go on in restaurants that a lot of people don't know about. And he's like, he's like, yeah, we be dropping food all the time and shit. We be serving that shit. And throwing it. No, he said, we be serving that shit. He said, he said, they, he said they dropped like steaks many a time on the floor. Put it back on, on the, put it back on the so grill. He, not even on the grill. Like, he put that shit on a plate, keep it moving. He, his, he said, man, you crazy. He said, I think his reason, his logic was, man, you know how much a steak costs? You think we just going to throw it out just because it dropped <laughs> in the floor for a few seconds? Nah, we just put that bitch on there. You, you going to eat that shit. I don't need to do that. 
Hmm? I don't think they did. I think they put it back on the grill. No, no I, 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 I tell like, you what. What he said happened at his restaurant that he worked at. Uh, he said they, you know, his particular. He said they used to drop like things like food and meats all the time, like like after a cook, and they would just be like, nah, they just put it back on the plate because it was still hot and it wasn't like nothing noticeable. So it's not like you don't even get the courtesy of going back on the heat to at least kill those germs. Right, that's what I was saying. You don't get that liberty. You can't rinse it off, then the seasoning and all that. But you're going to just give me the damn... Yeah, you don't get that liberty. You you get the floor crust state. No, but you can't rinse it. You're going to wash off the seasoning and all the good stuff. That's okay. Don't give me the one off the ground. You get the slip resistant state. Right. You got to say, ooh, the greens. Something gritty. Gritty. I love the gritty from the grill. From the smoky grill. flavor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Smoky. And it, it's earthy. I don't know if y'all ever saw this movie called <laughs> Waiting. It was basically a, like a spoof of what kind of might go. Well, the name of the place that they, the restaurant is about this group of uh, restaurant workers. They worked at this restaurant called Shenanigans. Okay. It was basically a fake Benigans. Okay. And it's you got kind of an inside look as to what happened. You know, there is a shenanigans. That is a uh, yeah. shenanigans. Remember they used to have shenanigans on Second and Market? Yeah, that's uh, Irish. Like Irish, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, they used to show, like, these workers, they would show all their that's antics. That's have big fun. <laughs> they would show all their antics at this restaurant. They would go, like, what the workers do, games they would have, whatever. Uh, how they would treat customers they didn't like, yada, yada. It's a movie, not, not, not a documentary, but, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes all might imitate life. Right. And for that movie, there were certain things I actually took as lessons. It's like, well, I'm not doing these things. Like, for instance, there was a couple that came in. They were all ready to leave. Like, they were anxious to leave. Matter of fact, they were going to have, like, a party. It was, a, like, a big party happening. One of the workers' house, so everyone would get out of there. So they're looking at the clock, waiting to go, right? It's like, it's like 10 minutes or whatever, like, what was it? Hoping no more customers come. Customer came in. Like, God damn it. Away. And they're like, no! Because they were like, like, you ready to turn up the fries? And this customer came in to order, like, steak or some wild shit that they had to actually, like, you know, get back in the grill. Yo, I, f- I forgot what they called it. Oh, I, like, let's say if they called it a special order. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, we need one of those special orders because they were going to buy the keyword. The keyword. Get at this customer for coming in that close to closing because now it's mm-hmm. going to mess up their whole thing. And first, it started off with him, quote unquote, unintentionally dropping the steak. Like, he's like, whoops. And he just let the steak drop to the floor out of the tongs, picked it up, and. They were like putting it on their body parts and stuff, and like basically what? running, Ew. like they were all running through like an assembly line, if you will, of nastiness. And then at the end, Sorry. for garnish, oh no, somebody took one of their pu- their pubes and sprinkled it <laughs> on the food for garnish. All of this, not because the customer was a dickhead, all this because they came in so close to closing. Close. And when I heard that, I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm not going to never a restaurant." Right I, I, I try never to go to a restaurant within the last thirty minutes now because of that. Hey, the sickest thing I see—I would say sickest—but it was on IJ. Forgot what post it was. Where she, uh, she was in the food store. She got the ice cream mm-hmm. out the cooler. She lick it, put the cat back on, put it in. I said, Yo. So disgusting. Yeah, I'm about to go to Udary. Give me. <laughs> my, a, 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 and I was like, I, I could see people doing this shit, mm-hmm. and that's why I said they need to pass a law. On these phone things or track these people down, especially the ones who run the restaurant. Mm-hmm. We have disturb the public. No, I'm not even talking about that. Disturb the public for likes. They doing these mm-hmm. stuff for oh, likes. Okay. You gotta need to pass something because mm-hmm. I'm here sitting having dinner, then you come, fake fight. Mm-hmm. 
right. stir the public. Everybody exactly. chaos. Yeah. Somebody gets stampeded. Somebody end up dying. Oh, it's a, it's a prank. Yeah. Yo, some of them pranks piss me the hell off. But anyway, mm-hmm. before I get to that real quick, my grandmother used to always tell me, she used to say, if she had this, if like her food didn't come out the way she like it, like, because for instance, Don't we are we, we a well done meat family. Mm-hmm. Meat so too. if it come back with any pain, we don't want. So she's like, if she ever had to send food back, she don't act, she don't want it back. Like she'll just chalk it up. Like take it back, you know, no, take it they the Because they'll be like, do you want something? No, I don't want anything else. She'll just she'll eat somewhere else. Because like, oh, like she said they take right. offense back there, and you know, yeah, they'll do something. Um, hey, it was the lady. Work. She said it back three times. I'm like. The only thing happening now is it's just getting burnt. Mm-hmm. The only thing I I I, 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 I get scared when people at, at um, waiters ask like, "Do you want me to box this for you?" I'm thinking like, "Damn, like, well, I ain't <laughs> want you to box it. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> bring it up, I do myself. Like, can you bring me a box and I'll I'll just do it? I don't mm-hmm. want you. I know you're busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do nothing. They might add. They might add more to it. We don't want that. They might add more to it. I didn't ask for like, the cream of some young guy. The cream of some young I remember um, back when I was living in Brooklyn, one of my friends, his cousin, she worked at a Mickey D's. Um, he was out there in the hood. And she was like, they, you know, they would be in the back making the burgers and stuff. And she said they used to like, if they would see like girls they, that they didn't like or they had beef with, like in the school order, come in and order. Mm-hmm. They would look and make sure they knew which order it was getting and they were spitting their burgers and stuff. Before getting like that was my first time ever hearing about yeah, any nastiness to have because I was a kid back then, so I was like, I was like, people do that. I was like, yo, see, and that's why I like, you know, that's why I don't, I don't understand how people get rude with like food service workers and stuff. I'm like, do you realize? Damn, that's an ill monk now. I was like, do you realize they handling your food? Like, even if you know you didn't like, don't you should. I mean, I don't believe in being rude to people anyway. Mm-hmm. But let's say if they did something to get your nerves or whatever. If I'm gonna get, if I feel the need to like get with you, I'm definitely not about to eat shit there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you even if you got, if you're a get rude person, the food service people are not the people you want to get. Mm-hmm. With. Excuse me, because you're de- exactly <laughs> you'll definitely get the special sauce. It's like you just walk in, now you been thinking, and you got an order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh table number three special. What was the other topic you brought up just now before I said I said we were gonna get to that? Oh my god. Passing a law where people likes to serve the public. Huh? Oh, the, yeah. Prank stuff. Yeah, them prank shits. Like the one, what's the boy? What's the one boy? Um, and he just the beat be building up, and, and he was the like, gun. He's like run. That shit. And then is people scary. Say, and he always doing mad different shit. I forget his uh, name. I know you're talking. Yeah, the handicapped man. The handicapped man. The handicapped man. The handicapped The bomb, right? Yeah. Or on Solomon Line or some shit. Yeah. Like run. Yeah. I was like, yo. Somebody, somebody gonna fuck somebody them gonna, up. Somebody gonna hurt All them. the ones where the people be um, acting, where they be um, acting like they gonna start some beef or something. Like, yeah, I, I, hate hate the ones, I hate the ones. I hate the ones where they, they go in the hood and then they start because it's like you trying to write this narrative and black people look yeah. crazy. Like it'd be white boys going the hood, right? And they go and say some shit like, "Oh uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. what the fuck? You got problems now?" And dude's like, "What?" And then he talk, talk, match it. Then when dude get aggressive, they're like, "Oh no, it's a prank! It's a prank!" Yeah, or one of the pull down the guy, but I'm pull like, the guy's pants. Yeah, oh yeah, don't do wild shit like that. So now I want you to get fucked up. But then at the same token, I hate it because it's like you trying to make it. I feel like there's a narrative being pushed now that black people just will get violent for no reason or mm-hmm. quickly get violent. I'm like, because you don't run in the suburbs to try to pull these shits off around white people. Nope. You know, but I'll be wanting them to get fucked up. I'll be wanting them to get fucked up, or even the ones where they like dress up and like scary shit. 
<laughs> or they'll look like a murderer or something, and then they'll start chasing these people through garages and stuff. And then every now and again, they come across the right one who got the hammer on them. Mm-hmm. I seen the dude pull out the hammer and I'm like, oh, no, no, everybody goes to prayer. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at, least, at least they post it. See, they already edited it. Yeah. So it's probably yeah, a lot of people like that. Good just stupid like looking stuff from here. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what so I saw where, I think it was, um, could have been Halloween or Guy Fox, whatever. Mm. He was on the, on the porch. He was sitting on the porch and he was like the scarecrow. Mm. Oh, yeah. Black guy came and knocked him right out. Yo, busted smooth in his lips. He went right back to being a scarecrow. When I tell what? you, I passed he, out. He was like, like Rah! Oh, Yo, serious? he slumped him. I was crying. Uh, yeah. I said, yeah. That shit a repeat, bro. I said, yeah. yeah. Repeat. And that's why I be like, when y'all come with these fake fights, I just want somebody that's the... Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... I think it was like a town hall meeting. And the guy, he was on the phone. Yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. You see me there, whatever. Then whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm at. And he calls off the address, and like everyone's just looking oh, at him. Oh yeah. And then like a minute or two, the guy pop up. Oh, you ready now? And everybody ran out scattering because they thought he was bringing the hammer out. Oh shit. But they just set it up to look like that. Oh, the guy with the bottom with the run. His name's Jalal. That's what it's called, okay. Jalal. Um, I'm right. Don't feel like someone you actually look like. Yeah, because he's done like, you know, he'll be to, he'll, 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 he'll talk at the end of some of his videos. Like, ah, you know, subscribe to my oh, channel. Blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, yeah, that's But some of those things were extreme. Like, the dude with the, the dude in the wheelchair who fell out yeah. and was like climbing. Yeah, was, yo. Yo. I, I'm not going to lie now. Some of them shits I definitely laughed at. I'll be lying if you sign that to some of you, but. He was getting out of there with the wheelchair or not. But now that I think about it, I wonder if, like, people. You know, yeah. from the Middle East or whatever, you know, uh-huh. if they take issue with that because, you know, they already got a stigma attack. Yeah, right, you right, 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 right. You're about to bomb something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now you're pushing that narrative. Like, mm-hmm. granted, okay, you're of that descent, but mm-hmm. you're pushing a wild narrative. It's like, you know. The wrong stereotype. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I wouldn't want black people doing that, you know, pushing that kind of stuff, you know, whatever stereotypes they want to associate with us, like, out there all wild and crazy. Yeah, yeah. in the theater. <laughs> Oh, the so good. I was at work. I was at uh, work the other day, and it was a, was it yesterday? Well, it was Friday, and I guess there was some watermelon in the pan somewhere. Uh oh. And somebody was like, "What's in there?" It was, it was, we had like free Panera we eating. If somebody wanted to call on his birthday, and then in the pan, I was like, "What's in the pan over there?" What was like watermelon? And because I guess I'm talking about something light, and I kind of just stood there because I was like, "Oh boy!" Because it's only me. It was. Me and these two other black ladies that worked there, okay. everybody else was white. It's like nah, all the watermelon eaters. So we was, I was standing like, mm, I hope, I hope this don't lead, you know, to any other kind of, you know, right. race related topic. And then I guess that top uh, question about before, because then one of the black ladies, she's like, "Yeah, see, I look at note for the record, all black people don't like watermelon, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mm. <laughs> I just kind of chuckled and turned around. Tell you, man, some of the stuff you just gotta mm-hmm. be like. Ah, let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but watermelon is delicious. If I like, if I I like it and happen to be black, I like it. Right. You could stereotype me all you want. I'm gonna give it down. Mm-hmm. When you you could be rude, whatever you want to be. As soon as you be like touch me, then it's a completely different thing. That's mm-hmm. all game now. Yeah, cause you know, and I ain't gonna lie. For a long time, you know, I'd be of the like, yeah. 
I'm not a you know watermelon. I mean, I'm not a really a watermelon guy for say anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool, but I can live without watermelon. But like a sentence where they would have watermelon, I'm like yeah, right. I'm not eating that shit now. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Yeah, I ain't about to look at me crazy. Like I'm kind of. I'm getting a plate. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. fruits. I love vegetables. So I'm getting mm-hmm. that. Like oh well, you mm-hmm. put it on there. I'm eating it. Cause you know I be feeling like they should be. Maybe wait. Sometimes I feel like white people like to wait for their opening mm-hmm. to say what they think is like a funny joke or cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a cruel oh, joke. Oh, you do like it. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, or they'll say something like, oh, I knew you was going. You wanted some of that watermelon. Mm-hmm. See, that's the shit that's going to piss me off. You're right. Because then they already, mm-hmm. you know you know what? It was true. Uh-huh. Needy's going to like watermelons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard black people like watermelons. That's before. Mm-hmm. Now is that time now. I knew he was gonna like it. It's sweet, isn't it? I had to like, give my I had to give my coworker a look one time because oh, um, oh no, she was uh I guess I just happened to be walking by. I was walking in my office, and I guess she was talking to uh, one of our other well, she's our other coworker. She doesn't work there anymore. Is um, is Puerto Rican chick, right? Mm-hmm. And she was brown Puerto Rican, so you know, Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her Puerto Rican that. And, you know, and plus she was basically, you know, raised in black culture, yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. So she was cool. Like, girl, and they, they were ask, I guess she was asking her, mm-hmm. I guess when it happened, before I came up there, they were talking about chicken and waffles. Okay. And <laughs> the Puerto Rican, the, the Puerto Rican coworker, she was saying she had never had chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. So I guess the white girl was like, damn, you never had chicken and waffles? Like, ever like, now at that point, I guess Uh-oh. she was saying that like, it's such a mainstream thing. She thought everybody had it. But I think she was just trying to, you know, get it. Like so, so now, cue me, and I have people walking up, not even knowing the context of the combo. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she told me, she's like, like, Diddy, uh, such and such is saying she never had chicken and waffles. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay. And she's like, she, and she said, so like, you had it before, right? At that time, at this time, I don't think I had chicken and waffles together. Right. I, had, I, I never had it together. Yeah, although I've known about it. it. Well, you never got chicken and waffles. Waffles yeah. ate waffles for waffles. Yeah. It was always a weird combination. Yeah, it was always a weird yeah. combination to me. Though. Waffles is breakfast. Chicken is chicken is dinner. It goes together. And I mean, I, man, it could go know, together. Since then I've had it, but yeah, it's always yeah. just a weird combo. Like, well, like you said, they're their own entities, right? Mm-hmm. But so then she said this. I was like, she thought you had it before, right? That first of all, that you, you had it before, right? So you basically, I said, nah, I haven't. So what? You never had it, you're black. <laughs> she didn't say that. Yeah, and I guess, because it's one of those things where, you know, we were kind of, you know, kind of yeah. cool, because it's only like nine of us that work there. So you kind of like, develop. How bad you know, do I need my job? So it's like, okay, and this is where white people habitually overstep. Remember Chappelle show, he's like, he, he's habitual a, a habitual line stepper. Mm-hmm. They think they got an opening because maybe you built a rapport with them, mm-hmm. and then they say certain shit, but nah, shit won't cool. Because I was like, so I stopped and I looked at her. And then my other co-worker, who she's always in her office, she heard it. So I looked in, I happened to look at my other co my other co-worker looked at me like, she was like, she's like, like, George, she's like, did this shit, the what the fuck, look like, what the fuck, did yeah. she just say that? And I'm looking like, and then, and then the other co-worker was like, yo, why would you say that? That's crazy, like, what? No, it's, no. And then she's like, what? No, I'm just, oh, yeah, I just walked back, I walked in my office. I just get my eyes, and you know what, let me just walk in my office. All right. No way this ends well. No way. Because <laughs> you're going to try and explain yourself, meaning her. Yeah. Then it's going to get worse. Yeah. Deeper in the hole. Yeah. You know, white people, once they're in the hole, they're in the hole. Mm-hmm. 
They yeah, try to like clear it up and digging the lake. Digging, not realizing they're making the shit no, worse. But, but I thought no, all black people. Oh, damn, it got worse. Mm-hmm. All black people. No, mm-hmm. no. But I mean you, me. What mm-hmm. You don't know me? Just yeah. shut up. Yeah. Just let I'm it just go. saying like Roscoe's right. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> I can say Willie's for you. I don't give a fuck. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah they dig yourself deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. It's like. All right, you already messed up. Let's say, oh my bad, I'm sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean it that way. What? What if I was coming? You'd be like, damn, you never had kale. I knew you had kale. Like, <laughs> what the fuck you mean? <laughs> yeah. I know you don't wash your legs. <laughs> dirty feet. Yeah, yeah, you're white. You wash them. Dirty legs. Where you get up washing your feet? Come on now, I'm about torso, baby, torso. Right. When they, when they take a shower, do you just let the water run on you, or you like you soap? Yeah. Or what do you? I'm at the point where I'm convinced you basically rinsing at some point. You just rinsing like. I heard, a, I heard a lady said it before. She, no, actually, she didn't say it. She said, well, "I bathed last night," and I'm like, you know, even if I did, that was not going to be an announcement right. to make. Mm-mm. Because in the morning, I just, you know, wash my face, wash my mm. teeth, and then I, because I bathed the night before. I'm like, all right, I guess. I'm the only one that kind of sweats in my sleep. Mm. It could I'm under the blanket. It's heated. Mm. Something. You got a heated blanket? You no, no, I'm not saying. Oh, okay. I'm under it, because mm. you could be under the blanket, then you get hot, you yeah. take it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, right. So, when you get heated, something, you may not go in full-blown sweat, mm-hmm. but something get all heated up and musty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh snap! This just in. Kemba Walker to the Boston Celtics. It's not in yet, man. Well, they say he plans to commit to a four-year deal, one hundred forty-one dollar max track. They said the same thing, but Kyrie. Huh? They said the same thing, Kyrie in Brooklyn. Nothing is official. Oh, I didn't hear nothing about Kyrie, but this yeah, is the first I'm hearing about Kemba. Right on, my, right on my screen. Yeah, they've been saying that all week. Um, well, no, before they were saying the Celtics were actively pursuing, but yeah. I never heard nothing about Kemba with intentions. Yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing about Kemba with intentions. Though, yeah, we just said we're in the basketball talk. I don't know. It happens. Yeah. Sports is life. Ball is life. Yeah, because they uh, said the same thing with Kyrie. He, him and the Nets are close to signing deals Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then watch tomorrow. A whole completely different. You know story. what's funny though? While I believe that's the narrative, that's the case. The only time I never believe it until the ink is dry is if it involves the Knicks. Because oh. they always saying the Knicks are getting somebody. Yeah, I've been I've been let down too many times. So now people like like people like you know talk about KD KD. I said okay. Yeah. I said when KD signs a contract and I see I see it's officially signed a contract. I believe KD or anybody now. That I, talk is I ain't gonna hold you. That's the talk. Yeah, I know. I ain't gonna hold you. It's kind of a joke, but it's serious. When KG got hurt, I mean, when, when KD got hurt, right. I said, "Oh, he qualifies to be a Nick now," because we love injuring the old players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or both. Yeah, just like we looking at Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> you heard? You heard Stephen A. Smith say, Mm-mm. "What? Why? No, no, no." What about Demarcus? Yeah. <laughs> he said he wouldn't be surprised, but hey. Yeah. Demarcus, just like Isaiah, they lost a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. You never see a hundred million dollar contract. Right. If you see a hundred million dollar contract again, this next season or two, he have to be dynamite. Got to be old, Demarcus. Dynamite. Yeah. But now, that same old pay cut you run to go to mm-hmm. Golden State, and then you run to come back. Like everybody said, "Oh, nobody was calling." You injured. You could have waited a minute. Yeah. Everybody know what you were before that. Yeah. Everybody know. Yeah. 
He was chip chasing. Right, and, and that's why when he went there, I, I told my boys, I say, I don't see Golden State winning a championship because of him. Mm. And if they win it, I'd be like, eh. But if they don't, I hope they don't just because of him. I'm not going to lie. Initially, assuming he was going to come back full health, I was like, yo, adding DeMarcus really made them a cheat code team. Just because I went off of the DeMarcus that I knew. Yeah, but then sometimes you got to look at it this way. I didn't realize he wasn't going to still play till like... Late. No, because then when he did come back, he got hurt again, right? Yeah, he fucking yeah. did. Yeah, so I didn't foresee any of that. See, and think about it too, you got to look at it this way. He big. Mm-hmm. It takes a while for these bigger guys to get yeah. healthy. Especially with knees. You see? KD can be all right. Because, yeah. He can be fine. About 12 pounds. Right. And then, you know why a lot of people didn't believe his first injury was because they said it was his calf. Mm-hmm. You ever saw his calf? Nah. He ain't got no calf. <laughs> <laughs> I got more calf than KD. <laughs> also, I'm going to let you know, this sports segment has been brought to you by Founders All Day IPA Session Ale. Oh, That's man. right. That's all Day IPA. If you got a little time on your hands, what you need to do is take All Day with an IPA. Brought to you by Founders Brewing. You can go to foundersbrewing.com. This has not been brought to you by Founders Brewing. They ain't cut us a check. But yo, cut us a check! That was freestyle off the top. Right? Yeah, somebody got them next time. Somebody got, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Somebody got to start cutting us a check. Matter of fact, edit that same little segment. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to start. Because what I used to do every now and again, uh-huh. I was drinking something or whatever, I have an impromptu. Mm-hmm. I would just do an impromptu ad on Instagram, like a video. Really? Yeah. And then just at, you know, whoever it is. That it actually worked for me once. Um, it's a company called Poopery. Oh, yeah. I heard it like works. A, basically an air freshener company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like very concentrated. Those are ones so in, like, the, in, the, in the little bag thing? No, you spray yeah, it. No, they, they put the sprays in a little bag, but you can take them up and like, yeah. yeah. some of them in a the little bag. Yeah. It's you like a... So most oh no, I just meant the products can like they put the products in the little, oh okay. yeah like all the, so the, yeah you the take the itself mm-hmm. they have it in the bag you don't oh. take it out oh I didn't know they had that no, yeah, I just some some the, oh, yeah I know some some of them they just it's just like a little oh, bag but maybe well, a little we don't know the entire triangle product. yeah I don't know if that particular one oh, okay. and they have it you shake it up mm-hmm. you put it in there AC or put it in the AC vent oh okay Woo! that's a different okay. level so a poop you know one spray basically knocks everything out it's supposed to be only one so I did like an impromptu like a freestyle drill you know poopery da, 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 mm-hmm. and they hit they hit me like oh snap like you know basically we love this and then they DM me like let us send you a care package or whatever. They? and they sent me I did my address they, they mailed me like a box I of this stuff I don't need a care package I would like a care check a but care check but that didn't let me know that oh shit is possible for yeah, real in these streets. I, I heard people like people like my stuff like like Bacardi. Yeah. So and then, somebody else. So said, after oh, that, you liked it. After that, I just started, I did one for like Powerade. I think one time as a hangover like remedy, mm-hmm. and you know I did a couple shit. They ate um, something, huh? Nah. Powerade. You know, it's it's it. shots in the dark. You know, there's a big companies too. Powerade. Look at it like, what's what's this? Nah, I don't know what ties he got. Uh, check his background. <laughs> Yeah, Just see what he's about. You gotta vet me out. As soon as but, you got a, a million followers, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 exactly. yes, 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 yes. Let's yes. talk. So I think you know, and yeah. So now I got this brain. So why not just start doing all these videos? You never know what happened the most. Like you said, the most they can do is ignore you. That's about it. They won't say no to that free press. You remember? Remember yeah. earlier when we talk about? Yeah. You're not gonna know until you put Shoot your hand. Shoot your shot, baby. Shoot your shot. All 2019, baby. Reach in the raffle bag and try. Exactly. Because every time I see uh, because I'm. Certain certain things like oh, well, T-Mobile, uh-huh. T-Mobile Tuesday. Yeah, they always be like, 
spin the wheel on a free trip to whatever. Right. Spin the wheel. Hell yeah. Can't go wrong with it, man. But y'all, I think this is a good, uh, that's a good, uh, it's probably a good segment to wrap it up on, you know. Hour 49 minutes and count. So, Almost. Yeah, so I'll be under two hours. You know, most of them podcasts be like two to three hours. One of my, one of my uh, friends that asked, she's like, hey, y'all, I just, how come you, because uh, you didn't know, see the time in the podcast before you saw this. And she's like, why is it longer than the uh, Avengers movie? It's not. <laughs> I was like, well, thank I, you. I got shit to talk about. Well, this one was like three hours and 21 minutes. Uh-oh. This particular one she was talking about. So I was like, you know. The last one we did, it was long too. Though. I was like, why is the Avengers long as our shit? How about that? Right. Because they had shit to put in there, but you went to see the motherfucker, didn't you? So you come it. listen to this motherfucker and get these gems and these jokes we dropping. I, I watched I watch that right on Kodo. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen uh, the Avengers movie. So the I'm last a- one. Yeah. All right. And game. Yeah. You know, surprisingly enough, though, I haven't fallen into spoilers. You probably no, you no, have, I mean, you don't know. No, that no, no, spoilers. no. I've, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen yes. stuff that pretty much kind of gives me an idea as to what's going on. But I'm talking about like blatant, like. Oh, I can't believe they killed. Not saying they killed Thanos. I'm sure they didn't. Anyway, but oh, I can't believe they killed Thanos type thing. Or yeah. damn, no, they murdered the Hulk. You know what I mean? They cut his head. Up. Like I didn't see no shit like that. It was some shit that you you know you had to kind of see it to know exactly what the references were. Right. You know what I mean? So shout out to Universe for keeping me covered because I still be planning on seeing the end game. <laughs> you gonna have to see it soon because yeah. they got they have other movies coming out that yeah. like blatantly spoil. I'm gonna definitely see End Game, but you know that's what happens with Universe's favorite son. Yes, they keep you covered. Spider Man coming out. The I same, told you, put the together, the same thing. theme again. I heard they put the um, Spider Verse on Netflix now. Spider Man into Spider Verse. No, it's Spider Man Black. Oh, was that or something? Well, it's a black dude. Spider Man into Spider Verse. He was a Hispanic. He was like he was Latino. If I, was Hell that I didn't see it. You know, only they one. It's time to shake shit. Only one movie ever ready to see now. Wait, can't only one person be Spider Man? What's, what's the Rock? Well, this was in the hood, so maybe they put a switch on me. I guess you got to see it to know. Oh, okay. what's, what's, what's the Rock movie coming out? With him, Jason, and Idris. oh, I, I forget the name of it. Anyway, the same two fought on um, Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Those that look like that gonna be a, the summer movie. No doubt, you know, Rock's good for a good action movie too, and yeah. that got some heavy star power. So yeah, and the thing about it, you know, he's doing his own production. He has his own production company. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. all of his movies he came out with lately. Mm-hmm. That's his production oh, that's company. They call our. Ten dollar production. Oh, okay. Because what happened? I think uh, if, uh, I might be wrong with the story, but I think what happened uh, mm-hmm. before he got his little break in there, like ten dollars in his pocket. Yeah. And then he got his. Oh yeah, I remember break. he did have a story about having only ten dollars. Right. Yeah. And he named that now. That makes sense. That's dope. Yep. But, but yeah, we about to wrap it up. Of course, you know we can't let the people leave without telling them, leaving a positive message out there for the people. So without further ado, Lonnie, yeah. tell the people something. Well, some people do wash their hands. That's, what we'll with. That's the good news. And I'm one of them good people. After leaving the bathroom. And wash your legs and feet. <laughs> no doubt. Mo, tell your people something. Do right and right will come by you. So that's about it. Let's do right. There you go. And you know, forget all the other stuff I normally say. I'm going to just say. Don't do know. the right thing when you do the wrong thing. <laughs> a, a wise man once said. A wise man once said, it's above me now. Uh-huh. <laughs> On that note, Nitty in the City, we out! Alright. The Nitty in the City podcast is brought to you by OG Nitty. All views and opinions expressed by the individuals on this program are those and solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of Nitty in the City or any of its affiliates. The original background music is provided by Lance Chris. 
Special thanks to all of the financial supporters of the Knitting in the City podcast. For more information on how you can support Knitting in the City, send an email correspondence to Knitting in the City. That's one word at gmail.com.